in five, four, three, two, one. Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks. Who are you? He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. That's what I'm talking about, man. Wait a minute, I know you. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. I know that, dude. He's a modern-day Yoda. I'm your huckleberry. Allow myself to introduce myself. Greetings and salutations. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're excited. Feel these nipples. That boy's good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sordos, motorheads, geek bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. This mic, maybe? Okay. Hey, there we go. <laughs> Welcome in, everybody. It is Monday, May 1st. This is the Mike Rutherford Show coming to you from the remote and quickly falling apart and deteriorating uh, University of Louisville College of Business remote studios here in Jeffersonville, Indiana. We're on the air today from uh, 329, maybe, until 6, hopefully, here on 1450 AM, 961 FM, streaming all over I don't know where, hopefully everywhere today, uh, here on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, you know us better as the Big X. Mike Rutherford here with what should have been a very delightful, a happy and upbeat Trevor Kelsey, but instead a perturbed, on the verge of self-harm Trevor Kelsey, I believe, on this uh, th- this beginning to Derby week. No no, no self-harm, no. Trevor's going to do all harm to the equipment around him, no self to himself. I, I, I'm, I actually arrive at the typical studio early. I'm on Taylorsville Road about to turn into the, the old Evangel Christian School. As I get the text from Trevor just saying, matter-of-factly, we have to do the show from the OG studio, which is the studio here in Jeffersonville. I was on my way to the Tales Road studio when I realized that myself. Yeah, we still haven't even talked about why that is, but we get over here, and so I, I stroll in. It's like 3.05. We're just going to start the show a little bit late, and then nothing's working over here. It's going very slowly. Trevor is, is hurling more expletives than I've ever heard, which is saying something than you've literally hurl something. I don't know what it was that you threw back there. I don't know if we should talk about this on air. I don't know if you wrecked equipment back there that we <laughs> no, need. No, it was a chair against the wall. It was a chair? Okay. Um, and then you sprint outside to go have a cigarette because you just can't take it anymore. Um, you, you come back in. We're finally on the air here. I don't know what's been going on, but we made it, I guess. I don't know. I, I think we're, we're on good. the air. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I... Can you hear us? I can hear you. Well, I, not, that was not directed to you. <laughs> that was directed <laughs> to anybody else who might be listening on... Uh, yeah, easy. I'm going to listen to you anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, they, if you're on the text line, let us know. 502-414-1450. I guess somebody made a reference to the old intro, so I'm assuming that people can actually hear us. Uh, but we are on the air, I guess. Uh, I would like you to find an intro at this point. What, what has happened? I don't know. The computer, uh, our, the computer runs our logs was frozen, which is why I had to come up here to reboot it, computer. And the computer that we run everything off of normally works fine. 
it's just I don't know. It just it's reverted itself to, to like Matthew Broderick War Games mode. Like it's just I have to literally click on something about a thousand times for it to open up once. I've rebooted it. I restarted it. I've begged it. I've kissed its ass. I've, I, I'm willing to give it a reach around. I've done everything I can to this computer. Right, the text line is is blown up with people saying they can hear us, so that's good. Now I, I've asked this question before, and I'm asking it earnestly. Like, why does it only seem to be this show <laughs> on this station that has these problems like once a week? Well, they've had they've had problems in the morning too. We just don't wake up and hear it. Well. <laughs> People who listen to both shows, when we say this, text in and they're like, "No, it, it, it's just it just seems well, to be you they, guys." They luckily were, were good today because they were on the backside, so thankfully they didn't. As far as I know, didn't have any trouble. When I thought they weren't on the backside until tomorrow Wednesday, because I listened to a little bit this morning after dropping off my daughter at work, and it sounded like they were like they were prepping for potential problems like tomorrow and Wednesday. But I, I didn't know that they were oh, out I there. Th- today. Thought they were supposed to be out there today myself, but okay. Yeah, I think that they're. I think they were heading out there the next two days, but they were. I know EJ's out there Tuesday through Friday. I did like that they basically prepped everybody listening with like, we've got old equipment here. We're probably going to just go off the air at some point, or it's going to get really <laughs> weird. Just hang with us. Like I, I know Scoots had loaded up like commercial breaks and, and, and songs ahead of time, like prepping for potential disasters. But I've did, got those loaded too, but I can't get them to, to play yeah. because it would take five minutes to get to it on this computer. He did make mention of the fact that like he had asked you to make sure that everything was okay, and you had said as of last night, like the. The computer was working perfectly, and everything was great to go. So I was expecting this to be a, a pristine week of radio here on the Big X, and then uh, not only can we not do it from our normal studio, but we, we were barely able to do it from here. So who knows what the hell is going on? I don't, I don't know. But you, this, this topped. I think two weeks ago I said it was the most angry that I've ever seen you. Usually you do, like, you know, you're like me. We try to make the best out of bad situations. You'll throw out some I self-deprecating do. humor. You'll, you'll try to make light of the situation and then get a little bit angry in between. But this was – it, it was like the dad from A Christmas Story. <laughs> the expletives, the string of expletives that were flying from that production room over there, and then finally you just had to go. You couldn't take any more. You had to go outside. Still I'm floating over the Ohio River to this day. <laughs> they may have heard it over there, yeah, at the waterfront, over there at Churchill Downs doing the post It's It was one of the more madder I've been. It just – I, eventually, it just boils up in frustration. It's weeks and weeks of just frustration just boiling up. Kind of like, you know, Josh Harden at the end of 40 Days and 40 Nights. <laughs> <laughs> this was supposed to be a celebratory day for you, too. Uh, well, it is. I, it, it, it's a new day. It is a new day. Like, the open set has been, you know, uh, the, the torch has been passed. Uh, there's a new regime in, in the world of hockey. A, a miracle happened. I mean, the seven and eight seeds both won last night. TJ, by the way, texted in and said he's never had technical dif- difficulties in 10 years at the Big X. It's just a you thing, Mike. <laughs> you did the show for a long time. Do you ever remember there being a, a show where they just couldn't get on the air? Because it's happened 75 times on this show. Not really. <laughs> I think it's more of a timing of you getting here and the computers are just starting to, like, just go out. I think it's more of a bad timing on your. Maybe if you'd started here like four years ago, you wouldn't have these problems. So it's a me issue. I should have just jumped ship from where was I four years ago? I personally think it's. Just, I think it's just it's just the just the gods above being like, oh, we're get, we're giving you the crack and win. Now we're taking away your equipment that works. Well, work. What am I getting? Like I, I <laughs> you need to watch Shadow How. I'm getting you, no wins, already, and my show's not going on at the right time. You've already won. You're getting to enjoy a movie that's going to make you smile, laugh, cry, and think. Let me just okay. say this. In all honesty, like my, you know, we all find ways. If you're a diehard Louisville sports fan and you're like me and that's kind of your, you know, all the Louisville teams are sort of your 
That, that's your tier one sports fandom. And you're looking for kind of your secondary sports to carry you through this run post-NCAA tournament, pre-college football. My world, my sports world's kind of falling apart here. Like the, <laughs> I was banking on having the avalanche to follow and look forward to for at least a couple more weeks. You know, the, the Stanley Cup Finals last until mid-June. Even if they weren't going to make it that far, I was hoping they could get me into deep into May. The Reds are, I mean, they're doing their best. They're trying hard, but they're they're not a legit contender. Are there any ten games under five hundred? No, they're only two games under five hundred. Oh, okay. Well, they just job. lost for the first time. They had a five game winning streak snapped. Yeah, they they were they um, they swept the A's or they were about to, right? Yeah, they lost, uh, but they. Like they're not a legit contender, even though they're trying hard. Poor the Louisville baseball is having one of their worst seasons in a long time. Like they're flirting with missing the NCAA tournament. Federer's out of tennis now. I don't have him to follow. My fantasy golf team is falling apart recently. Was like, it ever any good? We don't. We we, I mean, we won two tournaments this year. That's right. That's we right. don't have World Cup or anything this summer. Like it's just I, I don't know. I don't have an NBA team. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what to, what I'm going to do for these next few months besides follow football recruiting and have the same insane Kenny Payne argument 75,000 times. Well, the Kenny Payne argument, I, I don't tell you about, but the, the football recruiting thing is going to keep you excited because, I mean, it's almost every day Braun brings us a brand new toy. He does. And we're going to talk about it. We're, we're going to get into the football recruiting. But more, let's talk about how the avalanche We'll choked. get into basketball recruiting. We'll get into uh, the post-position draw today. We'll have Trevor do the same thing we did last year where we pick a, a derby horse for him or he picks his derby horse. I've got some scoop from football over the weekend. I was out and about talking to people. I uh, picked up some scoop there that I do want to talk about. Uh, we'll get into these latest commits as well. Uh, but first, Trevor, we will talk about uh, the bet, if you want to call it that. This is the Seinfeld episode. <laughs> the contest. I have to watch Shallow Hound now. <laughs> it's beautiful, isn't it? No, it's not. I mean, at least you get to sit and watch something amusing. I suppose, like you know what? I, I, there was there was possible death on the line for me. Like you I died walking across the big four. <laughs> You're gonna be fine. I mean, there was there, I, I was legitimately worried, especially after Game Six. I'll be honest. I, we we said on Friday, I picked you picked the abs to win. I picked and win six and seven. I bet the crack and they close it out in six. A part of me wasn't very confident, and when they lost game six, I had no hope going into last night, I'll be honest I with thought you. it was done. I really did, too. I, I, I thought it was done. I wasn't excited. It was like a 9.30 start, which is earlier at least, but I was like, eh, there's no chance. I mean, I know they've played better, I guess, in Colorado. I mean, at least by my perspective. I don't know much about hockey, so for all I know, they haven't, but... I, I, I really, I mean, after losing six and not closing out, I thought this is over with. They're a better team. They're the, they're the two seed or the seven seed. It's over. And then when Boston lost to Florida, I started having a little bit of dream. I'm like, okay, maybe maybe there is a shot. Thank God that happened because it overshadowed what the Lance did last night. I mean, you're right. Yeah, because Boston just set the record for most wins in a season and then get beaten the in the first round. So I, I, then I was like, okay, maybe there's a chance. Then I kind of dozed off for a minute. And I woke up and it was second period. And I was like, oh crap. I'm probably going to get beat, right? I turn on, it's 2 nothing. I am ecstatic for a moment. Yeah, if you didn't watch, so the first 25 minutes, the Lanch absolutely dominate. Like they are, I think they outshot the Kraken like 18 to 6. They had several scoring opportunities. Grubauer was locked in. Like it was just like, I'm texting, I'm texting Sean. I'm texting my buddy Colin. I'm texting my brother Oliver, who are all Lanch fans. I'm like, you know, one's coming. We're so close. We're knocking on the door. We keep knocking. We keep knocking. We keep knocking. And the first period ends and we don't score. And you're like, well, this, hope that didn't come back to bias. The Kraken get the most BS goal of all time to start the scoring. Did I just, by the way, I saw your little, like, uh, 
It's the runt stenographer of me in the studio. Keeping track of it on Twitter, yeah. yeah. Solid thing. So they, they get a, a BS goal that bounces off of like five guys and goes in. It was a just total fluky goal. Then they get a legit goal to go up 2 nothing. And I'm still like, if we can get it to 2-1 going into the third period, I'll feel confident. The Lance get the goal. They've got the momentum. They score the equalizer, what looks like the equalizer, very early in the third period. I'm like, we're going to win. It's done. They look back. Second game in a row, they've had a goal overturned because of offsides. And that was it. Like they, they just the Kraken turned it up. They yeah, with but, more yeah, they did. And now I've got to watch bleeping shallow how. Yeah, you point. do. <laughs> I'm probably going to have to do this because we've got it's Derby week. We've got plans like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and I, I don't want this to become a thing where like it it drags on. Because then it, if I, if I'm talking about this in two weeks, I'm probably just gonna I'll, it'll get harder and harder to do. So I'm gonna try to at least get started tonight. And you and don't and you don't want days. people to like just mock you for like for, for welching because you you came on here Friday and we're like. I'll do your it. chest about how you never welch on a bet. I will do it. I will send you visual evidence. I will put the, <laughs> the, the, the pictures out there of my progress. I, I will, I'm going to watch Shallow How, and I think it will probably have to get started tonight. We need, we need the YouTube cameras to just watch along with you. We needed the YouTube two cameras today when you were throwing stuff back there and going on your, <laughs> your old man rant, which was great. Uh, but next week, next week they'll be here. It's going to be great. Uh, I did pick the wrong, week to, wrong day to forget to bring that. <laughs> How was your weekend outside of your outside your victory? That? Last awesome, night? actually. Uh, other than, I mean, it it was like it was like two days. My weekend was so great. I had to have this day ruin it for me a little bit today. But yeah, I mean, uh, Friday, we, you know, we did show from Oxmoor. Had a good time. We obviously talked about the draft the first you know day of it. Uh, Friday night's draft went really well. We picked up some more Georgia players via the draft. Keely Ringo, who I thought was a shocked fell as far as he did to us, and then of course on Friday night. Like, that's all you heard on Friday night on speculation of all the Eagle stuff is DeAndre, DeAndre Swift's an Eagle. It's, it's going to happen. I told you he's going to get traded. I mean, we knew he was getting traded, but it was like. You said he wasn't. You were like, I don't think they're going to trade him. I was like, I'm telling you right now, he's going to get traded. Well, I mean, I thought they'd hold I guess I didn't think it was so given he would go to Philly. And then, of course, everybody's talking, he's from Philly. It's a perfect move. And Philly obviously needed a running back. Got him for a fourth-round pick in 2025. I mean, it's just like <laughs> two years from now, where we forget the pick was traded. Uh, so, I mean, that happened on Saturday. He picked up some more great players. Sunday was kind of a chill day. Didn't didn't do a whole lot, and you know, watched a few movies. What you know, got to watch some, the Kraken win, and then it was all great. I felt welcome today, thinking I'm gonna come into the show, gonna tease Mike about taking his players. Swift finally gets to join a winner. You know the crack. The, the Avalanche's era is over. It's now cracking time. You're gonna get to watch Shall How. I mean, we're knocking one movie off this list of 17 on the, that you haven't seen yet. It's all gonna be good. It's gonna be gravy and biscuits. And then you know. And this happened. Then this happened. But you know what? I'm, this is in the past. We're gonna go forward. It's gonna be a big day. We've got. Uh, we're gonna have a late show tomorrow because we've got the bats on in the afternoon day. It's Derby week. We're gonna win some money. Let's do it, man. Let's get pumped. Let's get excited. Let's 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 leave all that negative now in the rear view mirror. I like that. I like that attitude. All right. Until it pisses me off again in twenty minutes. You're gonna be back, yeah. Oh, then I'm just gonna very be, soon. Yeah, yeah, very soon. You'll be right back here. <laughs> but till then, we're smiling. It is a, it is Derby week. I'm excited about that. We kicked off the Derby festivities. We had a big kind of did like a Derby weekend a little bit. Uh, Friday night went to the went to the Slugger Field. Uh, the fine folks over there at Money Concepts rented out the field and had an event where you could go and watch the balloon glow and. Kids, it was basically just like running around chasing the kids on the playground and the hill and, and all that stuff, but wearing them down. That was fun. Saw the balloon glow, landed a ton of recruits because of that. The recruits were, were flowing 
they were blown away by the Kruger balloon in particular, I believe. That's at least the word that was coming out of the event. Uh, so that was fun. Saturday, we had a derby party. The folks over at Jared's Joy Cart uh, put together an awesome event that was down there at the, uh, what's it called? The, the place that's locked to River House by Kingfish. I think it's called Saber. And it's an awesome, it's awesome venue. Uh, I got to talk to a lot of people there. That was a lot of fun. Uh, got to go out and have an adult's night. Uh, Danny was in town. Danny from the podcast. He got recognized downtown. He was floating. <laughs> like, How's he? He's a podcaster. How do you get recognized as a podcaster? Somebody had seen his picture. Somebody came over like, like I'm so sorry. He was eating, having some pre-drinks with, with his wife. And he was like, I'm so sorry, but are you are you Dan from the podcast? And he was like, yeah. And he was like, the guy was like, it is. It's him for the podcast. They're like, you're a le-. And he was like, right when they left, he talked to the guy for a while. They left. And he's like, Kim, start looking at houses. We're moving back. It was, it was time. <laughs> so he was, he was floating because of that. Uh, but we had a fun, it was fun to be in town with a bunch of friends. Saw a bunch of old, like, coaches and, and uh, friends' parents at this event. It was, it was a lot of fun. And then just kind of ran over city. We tried to go to, it's funny how like, the timeline of things, you don't really re- remember it working out exactly the way it did a year before. But we were supposed to go to the Cherokee Art Fair on Sunday. Which, if you remember, that was the the place where last year my daughter got punched. Oh, was that where it was? Okay, yeah. By that, you know, the, the behemoth, that gargantuan eight year old kid just slugged her. Yeah, no, we, I mean the, the steroided eight year old. Right, the steroided eight year old just drilled her. <laughs> and then we came, we had the show on in Middletown. Yeah. That Monday was to kick off Derby Week, and we were talking about it. And then we picked a horse for you and did all that stuff. And so I'd kind of forgotten that the timeline was working out the same way. But we went down there, and unfortunately, it's, it was the weirdest weather day. Like it would look, you know bright and sunny and then it would just start out of nowhere all hell would rain down from the clouds and that's kind of what happened like it, so we we didn't get out of the car we didn't go to the yard fair we didn't do any of that good stuff and uh we ended up just kind of running errands going to the mall doing all that and it was just a it was a busy sunday what's going on oh you're not paying, you're not talking oh i thought you were talking to me <laughs> we're talking about technical difficulties behind the scenes but it was a solid weekend for the rutherfords we uh we're very busy, but had a good time. Uh, we will get into a, uh, a ton of activity. Thornton Sex Line, by the way, is 502-414-1450. We want to hear from you. We also want you to take advantage of the best deal going from Thornton's, which is their 89-cent 32-ounce fountain drink or smaller. 32 ounces of soda, water, don't get water, lemonade, it, vitamin water, whatever they got, they will give you for less than a buck. Download that Refreshing Rewards app. Save yourself some money at the pump. Go inside, grab a huge drink for less than a dollar. Take advantage of some of the tasty goodies that they have inside, and then text us at 502-414-1450. Uh, we will talk this post-position draw, which came out earlier today for both the Oaks and the Derby. We'll break down the the Derby draw because I know that Trevor does not know what a horse is. Uh, he can't name a single one, so we'll get into we'll let him pick his own horse by name alone, like we did last year. That will be fun. Uh, we'll talk about the the football scoop that I picked up over the weekend. We'll talk about the football commits that were added over the weekend. We'll talk about the basketball recruiting, Trey White, what's going on there, uh, Mackenzie and Baco, what's the latest on, on his status, how was the visit to St. John's, and then, of course, we will, uh, we'll hear from you. Uh, Thornton Sex Lines says, um, Mike's voice sounds weird today. Shallow how really changes the guy. I'm assuming that this was back from when we actually weren't on the air. Texas, shout-out to the Louisville men's lacrosse team. Battled through the weather on Sunday to defeat UK 14-6. to Huge days from sophomores Braden Carver, Bo Wigington, and junior Ryland Dowling. The cards move on to the Elite Eight. I saw this yesterday. Of course, men's lacrosse is not an officially sanctioned NCAA sport at UofL, but it is a club sport. Um, they have organized leagues, and UofL won its conference championship, and now they are three wins away 
from winning a national title. And it just feels good to beat UK, especially Handley. 14-6 to is great. Were we playing, I don't know if we were playing Little Wayne or something during while we were off the air, but there's a bunch of Little Wayne references coming in on the text line. Well, no, first of all. I know he was at not UK. On, not on purpose would I ever play Little Wayne, okay? He was at UK today or yesterday. Was he? I wore a UK jersey, so I don't know if that's what the reference was to. But there were a bunch of Little Wayne references on the text line. Yeah, I have better taste than ever play Little Wayne. Sorry. Speaking of, <laughs> I'm not playing that crap. Speaking of, of rap and U of L and UK, the new Jack Harlow video came out today, and I, so it, it's a it's, it's basically an ode to the Highlands. Like they're at Mid City Mall, they're at Carmichael's, they're at uh, a bunch of different places. Like they're there's a, a shot of him at playing a couple shots of him playing at Mockingbird Valley. There's one of him driving down River Road in the back of a truck wearing an old school like Big East Brian Brom jersey, I which I that. thought was hilarious. I and then so I get a call from Matt Jones today, and I'm like, what what, what does Matt want? And Matt calls and he's like, I, he's like, I don't know who else to call about this, but I, the new Jack Harlow video. There's several scenes of them in like a backyard, rapping and like hanging out around this old like really old black Buick. That's- he's like, that's my car. He's like I. He's like I drove that car from Middlesbrough to Louisville when I officially <laughs> moved here 15 years ago. It's been behind that house for 15 years. Yeah. It broke down. He's like that. He's like that's my. He's like they didn't ask me to film. He's like I don't care. But he's like that's my backyard. That's my car. I. He's like I swear to God. And I was like this is the. It's the biggest little town in all of America. Well, where this could possibly happen. It makes. I, I mean, I can, can. I don't know if he's still there, but I do know Matt had a home right by Skid City Mall. He still has it. Yeah. Yeah. He still. I'm not praise multiple. Yeah. That's. I've, I've been over there, so I know he's. I mean, within walking distance across the street from it, so. It's definitely could possibly have been him. I was like, what if they did it intentionally? What if Jack? I mean, like, I, there's got no some way intel. he probably did it intentionally because I don't think how many people actually know that Matt has nobody a residence. But, there. I, I mean, mean they, they haven't been over there. Yeah, I, I like to imagine though that this diehard U of L fan doing a rap video is it's a subtle dig at UK and Matt Jones, but the reality is I think it's probably it's uh, a coincidence. Probably just a coincidence. But it was a, a cool video. Big day for the Highlands. Uh, they're on everywhere. I've I've seen that. I've been listening to the song, but I saw the video kind of just and I saw you and when I first thing, first two things that stuck out to me. One was seeing Kid City Mall, and second was uh, his buddy who has the big arrow on his head. Mm-hmm. But I remember seeing it at the, at the kickball game Copeland. and thinking this guy is like scary. And it turns out it was just like a, like a Pokemon reference. Or it's it's like av- Avatar. Some, it's Avatar reference. Yeah, I'm like, well, that, now the guy's not as scary to me. Yeah, now he's just kind of a geek. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't say that's kind of scary now, but yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, the texter says, we're just, we're, I'm catching up on all the texts that are mad about us not being on the air. I could be way off base here, but it looks like Jeff Brom is getting rid of our bleepy, deceptively fast blue collar guys today. There are, we have had a, a, a few notable defections. I don't know if it's if that's the case. I saw Francis Sherman, the tight end, uh, has announced that he's entering the transfer portal. And that's, I guess, not a huge surprise when you look at the fact that we are recruiting a different type of tight end right now. Uh, and... Louisville's still actively going after new tight ends. They had a tight end recruit in town over the weekend. They've acted, they've offered a tight end recruit from Auburn who just entered the transfer portal last week. So you know, he, his playing time probably was going to be a little bit limited here, but other guys you know, we'll keep track of. Texture says, I'm here for Mike's shallow how review and nothing else. I haven't, I mean, the game ended at like 12.30 a.m. last night, so I've not watched it yet. But I'm going, Why not? I'm going to watch it. Oh, come on. You can't tell me as soon as I came in that you weren't like, I got to watch Show How now. Well, I wasn't. I mean, I was tired. I, I fell asleep. I wasn't going to watch it that night. I, I, I don't know why you wouldn't. Texture says, how does T. Kelly have a job? I don't think anybody's ever called him T. Kelly. He called, did he actually call me T. Kelly on there? Yeah. How does T. Kelly 
have a job. I don't know. Probably he doesn't because we don't have anybody with T. Kelly working here. Texas is, play, is Trevor playing the old intro because he's so angry and doesn't want to hear anyone complaining about the new one today, or is that a technical difficulty too? You've been mixing it up a little bit recently. You, you've been going back and forth between the new one and the old. Well, the problem was is I, I with the with the way things were working, I didn't have time to like actually search for the new one. Yeah, I was just like screw that. Just let me find the old one as quick as I can. The first one, actually, was the first one I found. I could have gotten. I'm surprised we didn't just play like the old Welcome Back one. You could have. I mean, you might as well have the Gary special. Texas Mike, please get Justin to be a producer so the issues stop happening. Ooh. Well, the grass is never greener on the other side. Trust me, people. <laughs> Texas Trevor, can you either confirm or deny that tre- uh, that Arby's does in fact have the meats? All I heard was Arby's good text. Arby's has the meats. There's no question about it. And it's got the Trevor. Texas, the old intro just flows so much better than the new one, Trev. There's, you're going to make him mad again. Texas. Uh- what did, what did they say? What did they were gonna make Just me about how the old intro flows so much better. Oh, hey, I, you know what? I can't, I'm not gonna get mad. I made them both. You did. It's like you're just telling me one kid's been more talented than my other kid. It's like when people said I'm uh, used to that probably here, Nat. It's like when people said Jack Harlow was too mainstream on the last album, and then he just you know he brought it back. But like they love his old stuff. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going for. Texas says the voodoo spell will help U of L and the show because it's ancillary to U of L. Get it done soon, TK. We do need the off season voodoo spell. I, Still waiting on that. I'm not sure what ancillary means, but okay. Connected to. Well, why don't you say that? Texture says, regarding <laughs> the upcoming coronation, how does Mary regard Queen Camilla? Love or hate? We'll have to ask her. She's got thoughts. Queen Camilla? Yeah, the she's married to the... she's She married the now king after Diana. Uh. Camilla Bowles. <laughs> you know what's ringing a bell? Say Todd Bowles? Yes. <laughs> Texas, I saw Jack Plummer at Churchill Down Saturday. I wanted to tell him that my happiness depends on him this fall. No pressure. <laughs> Want you to know, good luck to you. And if you fail, I'm going to jump off the bridge. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to go ahead and spill some beans here. I, I'm going to talk real quick. Would you like that. to hear on a Monday afternoon a little bit of football scoop? I, I'm going to get cheered up. I'm, things are starting to well, work over here now. I took, I took an hour, but things are working now a little bit. I'm Cheer me up. This is from somebody who would know. I mean, this may, may not. I don't know if it's going to cheer you up or not. Well, wait a, wait a, wait a tease. <laughs> well, it's Scoop. I mean, sometimes Scoop can be bad. Sometimes Scoop may not be what you want to hear. But this is from somebody who would know who's been a re- very close, maybe in, with the, the U of L football program. And he's kind of giving me, like, his thoughts on what's happening, what, what's happened so far. One, he says, this Jeff Brom team – should be more talented than any of his Purdue teams. That's very That's confident good. to sound since that team, he's had a, a Big Ten championship team and a, uh, what, a two nine, another nine-win team, yeah. Yeah. He, he said, having said that, he thinks it'll be the least talented team that he coaches at UofL. He's like, it's only going to get better. The weapons are here. They're using NIL. They feel great about recruiting. They feel like they're going to be able to keep guys in this program for a long time. And so we were talking about this season's success. Okay. Like, he, he was like, it's going to get good to the point where we are competing for a, a playoff spot when the playoff expands to 12 teams. But we're talking, I was like, well, this season, though, you, 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 what's the likelihood of us winning 9, 10, even 8 games? And he was kind of like, eh, we like, we like what we see, but there are certainly some deficiencies out there. I was like, what about the quarterback? And he was like, Jack Plummer, solid, good. He's like, we, he's like down the line, we hope to have some, you know, we want Heisman Trophy candidates at the quarterback position. He may not be that, but he can get it done this year. He's like, behind him, we have a little bit, you know, Brock is, is solid. He's going to do what he can do. Evan is solid. 
they think that Clarkson, you know, they haven't seen a lot of him because he's been he's been injured. They think he can be a, a player, but he's he's very small. Like that's that's going to be an issue moving forward. They love the kid that they're bringing in next year. Uh, they think it'll be a healthy battle. They'll also look obviously at the transfer portal next season. The, the most he said this person was saying the most excited the staff is right now, running back position. They love Jawar Jordan. They love Maurice Turner. They're like Jawar was maybe pound for pound our best player in this ring. He was incredible. Uh, so they're excited to utilize that. I think they're excited about the newcomers as well. The receivers, they're pumped for. The defense, they were like, you know, it was basically the same thing that Jeff said on this show. Defensive line should be stout. Defensive line should be fantastic. Linebackers, a little bit thin there. Got to go find some guys. They have tried to correct that problem so far during this offseason. Uh, they've brought in some new bodies that I, th- I think are going to help. Secondary, they needed some help, and they've brought in a ton, including the guy that we're going to talk about today. But the general vibe was... The talent's there. There are just a few deficiencies at key positions that may keep them from being like who they want to be and who they expect to be a couple of years down the line. But, man, like just the whole conversation, it was just a lot of enthusiasm. Like Jeff's so happy to be back. The whole Brahms are so excited to be back. They're going to just – they've already hit the ground running. Um, and they think that they can be pretty good this year and really, really good in the very near future. You undersold that to me in the beginning, by the way. Well, I mean, it's, that that I mean, you, you kept going and giving me. You want to hear maybe like, hey, you could be twelve and zero this no, year. No, no, I loved. I mean, just to say that this is the best team he maybe you know one of the better teams he's had compared to his Purdue teams that makes me feel warm and cozy. And to tell me though this is going to be the least talented team he'll have at Louisville, that just gives me wood. I mean, that just you. I mean, that is just. I, I'm fully aware this might not be the best team he has at Louisville, and I know this might not. I look at this as kind of like Strong's first year. You know, you you get bright spots. Maybe you know, hopefully, winning more six games like he did. But yeah. you know, he's probably he probably inherited maybe a little less than obviously Brom did as well too. So in a different world too. But uh, I, that's what I look for. I mean, if this team is you know seven game. Even if this team goes seven and five, depending on the situation, I hope it does. I like to think eight wins is is capable. That's right. But. It, for some, maybe something happens and you lose a close game, something, you know, whatever. And you go seven and five, but you have the the bright spots. You see the future. I mean, we're, we're wearing shades like, you know, it's so bright. We got to put on shades. I just, I, yeah, I, hearing that also just, just confirms some of the things I tell myself when I want to feel warm and cozy at night in bed. Same. And I do tell myself these things. I'm like, Jeff Brom. I do think it offense. does come down to, like, <laughs> as excited and I think as solid as the running back position is like we feel you have to feel good about we saw a full season of of really good football from Jawar Jordan Maurice Turner came on late he has all the ability in the world I think you feel good there I think you still want like after a year of wondering if Jawar was actually a year for sure (laughs) is quarterback play going to be enough of a strength for us to get to eight nine ten wins like like I liked what I saw from Jack Plummer in the spring game I liked what I heard about people who watched him play during spring practices but I think it's still a little bit of a question mark uh he's He's been a good college quarterback up until this point. Can he be good enough to beat some of the better teams on your schedule? Can he help you beat Kentucky? Can he help you be in the game against Notre Dame? I, I, I think that that's that's the one. And also, what happens if he gets hurt? Brock Doman was a he's a serviceable backup. He went three and one last year as a starter. But those wins, if you look at them, were far more about the defense than they were about the offense. Like I. I that's still, to me, a, I think the biggest question mark with this team. I mean, you mentioned the defense. I mean, you talk about and Plummer being able to do. I mean, are we talking about Plummer having to win shootouts because the defense is having some issues, or are we talking about Plummer, you know, putting up, you know, 
17 points and still not winning. Yeah, we don't know what to expect from I the mean, defense. Yeah, honestly. I mean, if, if, we're, if we have to you know, win games 41 to 34 or 44 to 40. and Probably in trouble. And, and we might be in trouble with Palmer. That's the type of situation where we may end up finding ourselves in like a 7-5 and five type season because we lose a game we're not supposed to because of that. Um, and and it, that's not going to be the end of the world. I mean, again, it's it's not all black and white when it comes to the great, you know, what I'm going to be happy with in the, the season just based on record. There's there's going to be the ins and outs in each of every game. And but I mean, you can't win less than seven games. You shouldn't. I mean, the, the previous regime won seven games with this team, and I mean, they suck. <laughs> on that note, let's take our first break. We'll come back. Uh, we'll talk about the new addition to U of football that was announced this morning. Uh, recap. The 20 editions that we now have in the transfer portal. Also, we're going to try to pick Trevor a derby horse. All that coming your way in hour number two. It's the Mike Rutherford Show live from sunny southern Indiana here on You're gonna know this song really soon. You know, you're like, I recognize that. Stop. You should soundtrack this song. Second right. hour of the Mike Rutherford <laughs> Show here on 1450 and 96.1. The Big X uh, is on as we kick off Kentucky Derby Week here on Monday, May 1st. It's always, I, I feel strange, like when the, I, I look back at my memories of Derby before and it's like, you know, we're doing this on April 28th and you it, it feels always. There's always the longest week when you have to wait till the actual first day of May to kick off Derby Week, and then you get the the May 6th, May 7th Derby. And that's where we are this year. But it's going to be a fantastic week. Uh, we're going to let Trevor pick a Derby horse here in a second. The post positions are out. Can you? I, mean, I said this when you were talking to Calvin. I'm assuming you can't name a, a horse in the Derby this year. Oh, I, I think this is going to be a game. You name it and tell me. Let's play a game. Horse or not. We did that, I think, at one point last year. Yeah, we probably did. <laughs> but this year, we're, we'll get your first well, reactions when we read off the post position and their, the morning line odds, and then we'll let you pick a horse. This is what we did last year. It, was, I, it ended up being a lot of fun. Don't give me the chance of picking the one that like had to be put down, because I probably would have picked that one. Well, it's not. It's, it's no longer in the field. Wait, war is over? What? What was the name of that horse that got put down? Did the word name War in it somewhere? <laughs> Why do I keep thinking the name War? Is there a horse with the name War in it? More times than not. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's like hey, what's this guy's last name? Smith? Johnson? No, the, the horse that was euthanized this year, unfortunately, was, was wild on ice. So ah, I had the W right. Yeah, that's what it was. But I don't think that there's a, a horse in the field this year with war in its name. <laughs> Somebody can fact check me there, but I don't, I don't think that that's the case. Well, we need to get one on there right away. Yeah. I will do that in a second. Before we do, though, the big news of the morning was Georgia cornerback transfer Marcus Washington becoming the 20th offseason transfer to pick Jeff Brom in Louisville. 
Washington, a big-time recruit coming out of high school just last year. He was a member of the class of 2022, and according to ESPN, he was the number 10 overall cornerback and the number 84 overall player in that 2022 class. Went to Georgia, saw action in just one game, which is not unexpected considering he was playing for the back-to-back national champion Bulldogs. Uh, chose to leave there, picked Louisville. This is It's no small feat for him to, to choose to leave Georgia. This is a guy whose dad, Marcus Washington Sr., was a linebacker at Georgia from 2005 to 2009. There was a story, Marcus Jr. was born right before his dad went to college. So he, like, they made a decision as a whole family to move to Georgia together. He grew up with his dad. He, he literally grew up in the Georgia football program, uh, and now he's choosing to leave after one season with the Bulldogs and come here and play for Louisville. So you look at the secondary now for UofL, which you know, was already returning a couple of guys from last season but was still looked at as one of the potential weak points in the defense. You add Washington. You add Storm Duck. Storm bleeping Duck. You add... Why do you have the bleeping in there? Because like Storm Duck is just an incredible name. You can't yes. say it without the bleeping. You add Cameron <laughs> Kelly who's an all-ACC player from North Carolina. You had Marquise groves Killebrew. You had, we kind of forget about Aaron Williams, who's one of the highest-rated players in our class, incoming class, the four-star freshman. You've got a couple other guys that you bring into the fold. Like The secondary now, it should be a strength. You've got depth there. You've got weapons to choose from. I know Jarvis Brownlee made a tweet over the weekend that had some people a little bit worried. I don't. He deleted it. I don't think it was about leaving Louisville. If it is, we'll find out relatively soon. It's the Florida State transfer, right? Right. He was, yeah. I think, still probably, even with all these additions, probably should be considered a, a returning starter. Um, but he had, he tweeted out something along the lines of, like, you know, well, it was fun while it lasted or something, which, of course, in this day, it could be about a girl, could be about. It's always about a girl, Mike. I've told you that. It could be. You, you just, you it's never always know. always a woman involved. But Louisville brings him back. They bring back Quincy Riley. They bring back Josh Minkins. They bring back MJ Griffin when he started playing more and when he finally got healthy. The Temple safety transfer last season was right when the defense also started playing well. I mean, you just have a number of options back there, and Marcus Washington is is certainly a guy who will compete for a starting spot at corner. This is, I mean, the the crazy thing about Jeff Brom and this recruiting is the guys that we're bringing in, the guys that he's targeting and saying, to use your creepy voice, I want you. We're getting them in like the snap of a finger. They're coming to town. They're liking what they're hearing. And like, like 24 hours after they get back home, they're going ahead and siding on the dotted lines. Like he is targeting guys. He's going after them. He's bringing them in. He's getting them on campus. And then he's locking them down. This is what the balloon glow is all about. This is what we have a coach who gets it. He understands Louisville. I mean, I love that. I made that, that, that C minus joke on Twitter on Friday night. I'm like, I'm like, we're landing so many recruits right now. And Pete Nocta is like one balloon for every recruit that Jeff Brown is bringing in this off season. I'm like, they, the staff gets it. it. It takes Louisville men to understand what this is all about. And my, I mean, he is, he's killing it right now. I mean, killing the football it. teams doing everything that we thought Kenny Payne was going to do. Kind of. Uh, you're not, you're I mean, not the first to draw that, just, make that comparison. We, we just, I mean, we, we had the right perspective. We just had it on the wrong focus on the wrong team. It is. I mean, I, I think that, and I, I think we, Talked about this a little bit on Friday. Of course, it all goes out the window if in the fall the wins and the losses don't go the way that the people want them to. Well, yeah. But for an initial five month period, I think Jeff Brom has, he's not only delighted the people who have been wanting to see him in this position for a couple of years now, or at least a couple of years now, but he also has gotten the, the support and the enthusiasm of the contingent of the fan base that was like, I, I want it to work. But I've got a couple of questions here. I don't know if like this is going to translate from Purdue. I don't know if he's going to be as good as the fans want him to be. Like those people now, 
I think are just as excited as the we've got to get you know bring Brom home guys like like that is what has been really cool about what you've seen him do on the recruiting trail both with the high school recruits and now in the transfer portal um, a lot of enthusiasm for the fall but also like we talked about last hour even potentially even more enthusiasm about what's to come after next season. Yeah, I, I agree 100% because, I mean, I'm a, I know with the transfer portal, you know how many of these guys would be still here after this season. But for the most part, I mean, I know a couple of the wide receivers were, were maybe fifth-year guys, like uh, Thrash. But, you know, Coleman was a freshman, I guess. And so yeah. it was, you know, you got some other young kids coming out on the offensive side. But on the defensive side, too, you, they will come and go. But, I mean, I do like seeing a lot of these guys. A lot of the names we're seeing coming also are defensive names, which I don't know if that tells me that we are – feeling very warm and cozy about the offense. I personally am a little bit short of Jack Plummer's, you know, how much he's going to be able to do. But, sure. I mean, but the defense, at, stacking onto the defense, the defense that we, you know, we had question marks. Jeff brought it up as well on the show. You mentioned the linebackers, especially. And then right after he mentions it, we sound like two of them. So, offensive line, same thing. Yeah, offensive line, same thing, exactly. Uh, yeah, I just, yeah, I mean, I, it's, it, I, I don't know how to put into words how, how giddy I am about this season coming up. Like I, I get, I don't, I don't like, I can't. Each day, I get more and more excited about football, and then maybe it's because, like you said, everything else kind of in our sports worlds. Well, not for me as much as you, but you know, it's kind of down at least in the Louisville sports world. But football, it's, it's all about football, baby. I, I can't wait. I saw the tweet from from Brad Powers, who, who covers college football nationally. He does a lot of uh, cool g- gambling stuff these days. It is a cool name, but he said <laughs> this on, I guess Friday. I know Clemson has been the top dog in the ACC for the last decade. I know there's a lot of excitement deserved around Florida State. I know Miami brings in a great recruiting class. But the program that y'all need to keep an eye on in the next few years in the ACC is Louisville. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, for, for starters, also, I think Florida State is just being way overhyped. I'm not big on Florida State next year. I'm not big on Mike Noel. I'm not big on what I, – I I, 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 there was a mirage last year I saw from them. And you're going to see it exposed, I think, this year. Now, unfortunately, we won't be able to expose it until we meet them in maybe the ACC title game. But I agree. I mean, Clemson seems to be on their way down. I, I declared it over before last year. Yeah, you did. That? I, I declared it. They're going to be good, but they're not going to be competing for national titles great anymore. I mean, it's, it's – We should have beaten Florida State last year. I kind of wish it was Brahms' like second or third year right now coming into the season because this ACC does seem like it's just ready to be grabbed and taken a hold of. Yeah. And maybe he can do some of it this year. I don't know, but – I mean, when I look at DCC, I think of what he's doing, how much I know, how much I trust in Brahm as a coach. Am I getting my hopes too high, which is, you know, funny to say when it comes to me, that this team actually can have a shot at possibly grasping an ACC title game in year one? I mean, I think that we're a dark horse. I mean, I know I need to still see the the result on the field. We haven't seen anything. I mean, probably know we'll get beat by Georgia Tech by 50 in game one. Right. I mean, you you never know anything for sure, but – I think if you're looking at it, if you're trying to look at it objectively, the way that it, it's more doable this year than in years past because, one, we have the schedule. We don't play Florida State or Clemson. You don't have Clemson in your division or Florida State in your division. There are no divisions anymore. Yeah. And, two, I think that the teams outside of that top two, at least, and, and like you said, you never know until we start playing. We had all these pre- preseason prognostications last year that were totally bunk. But it seems like after that top two, it's a little bit of a weaker middle of the ACC than it has been in years past. And I don't believe in Florida State as much as most. You don't so. believe in FSU. Clemson, we'll see what they are. I mean, they have a, a brand-new quarterback. Well, 
We'll see how that works out. They've got to, you know, they're, they're bringing, they're getting the band back together when it comes to, you know, new coordinators and bringing back old coordinators and all that stuff. I think Louisville definitely has a shot. I think expecting it is is asking for the moon. But I think, you know, if after the first three games we looked apart and you start looking at that schedule, then you're like, okay, there's a path here. But uh, to, for me, I'm hoping for eight and four. Anything above that is just icing. I'd like to be not just, I mean, you'd love to be competitive against Kentucky. You'd also, you'd really love to beat Kentucky. That would be quite the defining opening statement. Like, even if you go, if you're seven and four going into that Kentucky game, and Jeff, that's the final stamp, is beating these guys that have just pasted you for the last four years under the other guy. Like, that would be a, a nice little declarative statement that look at what we're doing in recruiting. Look at what we just did on the field. We're back. Louisville football no longer is going to be playing second field in the state. It should have never happened in the first place. And now we're going to get back to the way it's it's been more times than not over the last 30 years. I think that that would be cool. But just I'm trying not to get my hopes. But but if we go like 3-0 and to start the season, then, yeah, I'm going to start like – Analyzing past <laughs> the, the championship game and how we can get in the playoff. Like, three, I, you know, you'll do that if we beat Georgia Tech. If we beat Georgia Tech by like three touchdowns, I'm gonna be like, okay, let's three just points. let's say Georgia loses next week. Then <laughs> can they lose points from the committee? Georgia yeah, loses. I'll definitely start doing that. But that's uh, for right now. I'm trying to I'm trying to temper expectations. Um, well, you can you can be the temper. I'll be the uh, I'll be the, the happy then. I guess that works. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton Sex Line. Uh, we'll take some text from you guys. Next segment, we're going to pick Trevor's Derby horse. That's going to be fun. Uh, text is also, Mike, in true Trevor fashion, you can watch three minutes of Shallow Howl and stop watching and then watch The Godfather, and it will count just like Trevor ate a half a bite of salad oh, in order to fill no, a cheesesteak. That's a good text. What, is that what you ended up ordering? That You did order more food. I did. What did I? I, I think it was like barbecue. Was it barbecue? I thought I ordered Cracker Barrel, maybe. You may have ordered Cracker Barrel. I do love Cracker Barrel. I do love my chicken, grilled chicken tenders. It is another one of your favorites. It is. It is a go-to of mine. Um, I didn't. <laughs> Texture says, add to the list of in-between uh, sports-sucking Red Bull-dominating F1. Yeah, it, it, Formula 1 is just it's not competitive right now. The only thing I'm looking at, uh, I hope Checo can beat Verstappen for the individual title, but they, they won't let that happen. Is It's annoying. It's annoyingly dominated by Red Bull right now. Yeah, screw Red Bull. Screw Red Bull. Red Bull sucks. Texas says, it's a Jack Black movie. It won't be that bad, Mike. <laughs> you tell yourself that. I mean, can you name a bad Jack Black movie? Uh, the, the King Kong remake, I didn't think was very good. Oh, it was horrible. Yeah, I didn't even sit through all that. I think you just asked me that question, like, can you even do it? And I say one, you're like, oh, yeah, that's terrible. As if, like, all of them are terrible. I was actually joking. Oh, I (laughs) You said it so confidently. I would be. I mean, there's not really really a great job. Even Shao Hao, I'm going to make you watch it. But, I mean, I think it's amusing and kind of, and and bring chuckles. But is there really a Jack Black movie that's, like, actually can be defined as awesome? Um, I mean, he's. Orange County. Yeah, which guy's great? It's okay. That's oh, great. I, love I mean, it. He, and he's 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 funny in that. He's he's got he's funny in his side role in Saving Silverman. I mean, his role in Orange County is still kind of a secondary role too. He, he, uh, the 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 School of Rock movie's funny. I like School of Rock. I mean, it's Richard Linklater though. He's you know sometimes can do no wrong. He's my guy. Um, I mean, outside of that, I mean, what are we forgetting? What else? Is he, I mean, he's in the Holiday, which is not a funny movie, but it's I like the I remember I like, that movie. It's a good movie. It's he's like in a, the movie with the old a, lady. It's a holiday rom com. 
the, what's the movie in the office they watch where he's with the old lady? Well, that's not a real movie. Oh. <laughs> what was the old lady in there? Was it Judy Dench? No. <laughs> I think I've asked this before. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. I always forget. Somebody else takes it in He's been some, I mean, he was in the Jumanji remake. He's been in some bad reasons. Oh, why would you want to? Yeah, that's, yeah. I, I won't even watch that. Uh, Texter says... I'd rather, watch the, I'd rather walk the four, Big Four Bridge than watch the Jumanji reboot. Texter says, yeah, you know, why don't you just always use the remote equipment all the time? It sounds better anyway. Just turn your basement into a beat laboratory. I'd love to just do the show from my house. It'd be great. Can I come over and do it with you? No. Oh. No. <laughs> you could at least like act like you were going to think about it. There's no room. Like you, you didn't even pause. Did I even finish the sentence before you said No. I think I was like, that. like six more syllables left at the end. No. <laughs> Not happening. Because I may have to get somebody at the studio. Well, no, we can figure that out. <laughs> How about, okay, well, since Scoot's the studio and I'll come to your house, or would you want me to come to the studio since Scoot's your house? No. No. <laughs> you don't even bother answering to say no. Texture says, um... Both the Honorable Mike Rutherford, who will follow through on bets, and the welching Trevor Kelsey, who does not follow through on bets, can be heard. Ridiculous. Trevor, you welched on your bet. Three bites of salad does not count as completing the salad bet. It wasn't even a bet, first of all. You didn't lose anything. You you said you would do it if Jeff Brom became the head coach. And clearly, it, it's just a it's a lack of dedication to Jeff Brom is what it is. It's an insult to Jeff Brom. Well, it's more of a... Commentary on my thoughts of salad, personally, but no, it's a it's a slap in the face of Jeff. And for and yes, you're right. That technically wasn't a bet; that was a promise. And I did take some bites of salad. Uh, outside that, no one can ever find one example of me welching a bet because I don't welch bets. I pay my bets. Pay that Wagner bet, yeah. It's eighty. I, I told. I went and looked up the history of the threat. I owe you eighty bucks. You want it? You're no. You're not paying me dollars <laughs> for a Wagner High School. See, you won't bet. even take it. I won't take it. Texas says... I got 80 bucks on me right now. No, 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 no. I'm joking. Texas says, uh, yeah, Trey White hopped his ass into that Kroger balloon and wrote it down to UCF faster than Perseus on Vegas. Well, I thought we got Trey White. Uh, no, uh, he is. He, he went right for... I don't know what happened with the Trey White visit. A lot of people are saying that he ended it early or it ended early for some reason. But all I know is before, before I even knew it was over, there were already reports that he was visiting Central Florida. So I don't know if that's... We're going to lose him to Central Florida? I don't know what's going on there, but Who's I don't know. coaching I, Central I, Florida? Who is, is, who is UCS? Johnny Dawkins? Is he still there? I think he is. No way. I'm pretty sure he is. I I mean, he might be. You're right. I, I mean, they just went to the, you know, they should have beaten uh, Duke in the, the tournament in. That was like three 20, years ago. 2019. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I can't imagine they would have fired him after that. But And now they're making the move to, to the Big 12. Like, I think, yeah. My assumption is he's still there. Unless I'm wrong. Yeah, he's still there. Okay. Um. But, I liked him as a coach somewhat. I mean, but the trail. I mean, people were saying, you know, he's locked up or whatever. Some I saw somebody who was like Mark Rutherford said his sources. I was like, that was my balloon glow joke. Yeah, no, <laughs> where's my pen? <laughs> somebody took that. You as said a, he was locked up. Somebody took that as like a, as a, as a, as a breaking news. <laughs> but it still sounds like we've got a, d- despite whatever happened with the visit. It still does sound like we have a very, very good chance of landing Trey White just based on the way that people are following it. But also, it seems like nobody really has any idea what the hell is going on with Louisville. Like, all these quote-unquote insiders nationally that they get tipped off by people close to the program or assistants or whoever, like, they, they don't know what's going on with Louisville. So, it's hard to really... I mean, we were supposed to have Mackenzie and Baco locked in like two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. to everybody that was saying things. We still don't know his visit date, do we? 
Uh, yes, we do. Oh, we do know it now? We were supposed to have R.J. Luis locked in like two Wednesdays ago. That was the big word. Trey White was going to commit before he left campus. Like None of these things have actually happened, and yet we're still sitting around like listening to these reports. I don't think anybody knows what the hell they're talking about. Maybe even the staff like just doesn't know what these kids are going to do. But Mackenzie Mbako, he did take his official visit to St. John's last weekend. Next up is Kansas, I think this week, a couple of days, and then Indiana this coming weekend, and then Louisville next week. So... We are last uh, on the the visit list, yeah. but hopefully it you know last to visit, last to get picked. If you get to the point where he hasn't committed anywhere else and, and you're last, then that's a yeah, pretty good thing. He's hoping he just follows through and takes all of his visits. Way to keep way, way to keep the hope. Uh, he's at Kansas tonight, I believe. Tonight and then tomorrow is the is the word that's out there. Monday night in Lawrence, Kansas is party the, more than that. Kansas is the one that scares me because you've got this is kind of where they thrive here. They can turn something like if there are reports out there that potentially his grades weren't good enough for Duke or who knows if that's just spin. But you can take a guy who has all the ability in the world who you weren't even seen as a primetime player for a few weeks ago, and then Kansas will swoop in and somehow make this happen. I don't know if the NCAA cloud changes that, but who knows. I still think for the record, and this is based off of just Following the smoke and having no legit inside intel. I, I, I'm assuming that Louisville's going to get him. I think Louisville's still going to get McKenzie and Baco. But at this point, I'm, I, I always feel like I have to say, like, it wouldn't shock me if something else happened. I mean, would anything shock anybody at this point? Like, it would kind of shock me if we got him. We got a kid out of Miami that, <laughs> on Friday that nobody had ever heard of. Like, there's, there's nothing that would shock me at this point. I mean, like I said, it kind of surprised me if we got the guy we were supposed to at this point. I mean, Bronny James would surprise me, but I'd be like, yeah, I mean, who knows? Like, it's Nothing shocks anymore. Lock down Bronny, and then we'd like, I don't know. Like Curry's said, coming back. Wouldn't shock me. I mean, how, how many of the last, of the last like, five to ten guys that, that have, you know, are locked for Louisville have we actually gotten? <laughs> we get the ones that aren't locked. We, yeah, we, we don't get the ones that aren't Not only do we not get the guys that are, quote-unquote, locks to come here, we get guys that we didn't know were on the radar. Well, now, Evans Flowers and, and uh, Clark were all. Those talked about as being locked. That was like what two in. months ago. Yeah, and that happened very quickly. Yeah, which is why like I never like, since then. What, the Evans, Clark, and um, and Flowers commitments slash signings. Everybody knew about them before they happened, and everybody was kind of doing the thing where it was like, "We're not done yet." I'm like, "Yeah, we know Flowers is, is committing on Friday." Like, it, like that was all known about. So when there's these vague reports out there, it's why I have a hard time buying into them because, like, you know, we, we hear so much about Kenny Payne moving in silence and stuff. Whenever we've gotten guys, it's been very loud before we've actually gotten them. So I'm starting to think that like the the vague tweets and the this stuff's coming has uh, it's just it's just kind of based on hearsay and, and not legitimate stuff because it just winds up falling through. And even if it does eventually happen, it doesn't happen in the manner that's being put out there or on the timeline that's being put out there. And of course, I say like you know we've known that commits are coming. Friday, the Danilo Yovanovich commitment is the the total outlier because again. Like we didn't. Not, not only did we know that he was on the radar, we didn't know he was in the portal because we didn't know he existed yes. until Friday. Texture says five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Said uh, G D Blue still gets in. Talking about the Harlow video. Harlow video. How did Blue get in? Matt Jones' car. Oh well. Much like much like their 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 basketball and football program, it's broken down. We can't really talk here. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait. I, lo- I love the fake cockiness that UK fans have about their football chances against us next year. 
Like, what, what, what do you got? You lost your broken down, washed up quarterback. Are you really going to do this again? Oh, yeah. I'm You've doing done this it again. Twice on the show already, and it has gone poorly for us both. Years. Ah, but that was because we had Satterfield. <laughs> I blamed it all on him. You're tripling down in May, on May 1st. Why not? Oh. I've already made a bet. This I is... bet Texter Say already 100 bucks on the game. Did you really? Yeah. That makes me feel even Straight less up. confident. Now, now I've got no hope. With straight Paula Abdul on it. Texas, I'm not sure if others think so, but it sounds like you're saying Thornton's sex line, go cards. That is exactly what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. But it, what's it supposed to be? It's a different number. Text line? The, the, the text line is 414-1450. The sex line is 502. I don't know. That's my number. I'm just kidding. If you, have to, <laughs> if you have to ask what the sex line number is. You can't handle it. You can't handle it. <laughs> or afford it. I still want to know what a VJ is. Texas, <laughs> the next time I'm in town, I'm taking Trevor out for a proper sirloin. Like, I hear, I don't like, like to wear. Like, you don't I, like fancy steak. I know. I just don't know if it's. I don't still think it's worth it. Like I, I've been to fancy restaurants. I've gone and bought like a, like I was in Vegas once and got like a eighty dollars steak, and it just it didn't do anything for me. Like it just, I just don't feel the need. I can get it just as to me. It's just just good going out back and paying fifteen bucks for it. I go then going to Stony River and paying sixty bucks for it. Been there. It's that's it's good. It's just. That the difference doesn't make you can up. Go high up with Stony River. Stony River's, Stony River's nice. It is good. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, for me, it just it maybe to you, but to me, it just doesn't. There's no the 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 price difference isn't worth the taste. I'm like that with some things. Like when it comes to wine, I guess I can taste the difference between like a like a ten dollar uh, glass of wine and like a, a forty dollar. <laughs> but it gets to a certain point where I'm like, yeah, you know, like you know, this one hundred twenty dollar glass of wine that you're you're that my friend is sharing or whatever bottle of wine. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's kind of, it, it's all sort of the same. But with, with steak, with meat, I can definitely taste a difference. Like, I like a very nice cut of meat. I mean, I do too, and I can, I, don't get me wrong, I've gotten better cuts from, you know, my cheaper places than, on some days than I do other days, but I just, I don't, I don't see, I mean, I, I just have, a, I'd rather have the odds of getting a good cut for 15 bucks and going and spending $60 on something that's not going to be, like, blowing me away. Plus, I, I mean, I think it's also the way I have it cooked. I don't need to... Like I've been told, like if you want a good cut, you have to get like rare and, or maybe like you know very close to rare. I like mine like a light pink in the middle. You can go medium and still taste the difference. I, I mean, I've, every year I get older, my 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 steak meat gets less and less pink. Uh, Texas says a, there's a 99.12 percent chance that your source is Brian Brom. No, it is not. Yeah, Brian hates Brom's you. Like, Brian's not talking to this show. Yeah, he hates you. We're not talking to, to Brian. This is this is a no Brian zone. He's out of here. It's actually Roush, who's his cousin. It's yeah, Nick Roush. It's our source for all you about football now. <laughs> Texas boys, I don't want to make it weird or anything, but I'm stroking it to that scoop right now. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> well, you think that's weird? So am I. <laughs> Texas says Tropic Thunder is amazing. I've never seen. Tropic oh, okay, Thunder. you're right. That's a good. That's a good. Tropic Thunder actually is pretty funny. I'd never seen it. I thought it looked stupid. It's it's on that list of movies like you see the trailer and you go, "That looks dumb." I never want to watch it. And you actually do, and it, you, you laugh. Kind of like you're going to do a shallow owl. Uh, I was like that with, like, Office Space. I was like, wow, this looks dumb. No, I love Office Space. Then I watched it, and I'm like, this is this is great. This is this is a masterpiece. I used Office Space for my senior quote in high school. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. It was great. Uh, <laughs> like the, 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 what was your quote? I'm going to burn this place down no, salt. <laughs> the two people right around me had very, like, you know, like, generic, but, like, deep senior quotes that were, like, I think one was, like, a Bible verse, and the other was, like, the, you know, character is is what you do when people aren't watching or whatever. And mine was, 
It's not that I'm lazy. It's that I just don't care. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, a problem quote, of motivation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good quote. <laughs> uh, Texas says, speaking of horses, it uh, makes me feel bad that Trevor will never ride one. But to make him feel better, there was a Viking ruler named Royo Ragvaldson, whose nickname was the Walker or Horsebreaker because he was too large to ride a horse. Trevor might never be a jockey, but he could definitely be a Viking. Um, I don't know if that's supposed to make me feel better or not. I think it should make you feel better. Well, parts that maybe better was like you're just like pointing out that there was someone in like you had to go all the way back to like Viking days to find someone fatter than me. It's like when Is that Jay- what you're saying. It, it's like when Jason Bateman's character shows Juno the the pregnant anime comic book, and she's like, he's like, look, it's a it's a pregnant superhero, and she's like, this actually makes me feel kind of better. That's where you went with. Yeah, you're, <laughs> there was a Viking, a badass Viking who was too big to ride a horse. That could be you. It's like the most obscure reference to Juno, too. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it, I think it fits. Okay. <laughs> how do you not how do you not see the parallel? No, I guess I see it in a way. I'm just just like I don't know, I just want to ride a horse. <laughs> well, I know, but like Juno didn't want to be pregnant. He's just trying to make her feel better in, in in between. Don't you feel better that there was a Viking who also had a similar reflection? <laughs> so I can't ride a horse cuz I slept with Michael Cena? You could be Trevor the Walker. <laughs> but I don't walk. I was trying to explain. It's fine. <laughs> Mike should have uh, should have to take a shout out quiz to prove he actually watched oh, he it will. and paid attention. He will. I'm gonna give I you that. I'm gonna give you questions. Don't worry. I, it's not that I don't trust you. It's just I don't trust you. Yeah, but I don't trust your questions to be like about the movie. You're gonna be like this director also in 1983. <laughs> what high school? Did, like, I'm be like I don't know. No, I'm gonna ask you legitimate questions. Like like why does Jason Alexander not want to be with the hot girl? Okay, I, can, I, sh- I should be able to handle you that. You should be able to handle that. Unless I've just passed out at that point. Well, I doubt that. You'll just be into it so much. Texas, congratulations to Travis Kelsey, as Spears would say. Godspeed uh, to Mike for the brutal 90 minutes that he will endure. It's more than 90 minutes. It's like, it's almost two hours. <laughs> it's not. It's 100. It's going to go by so fast. It's like 116 minutes or something. You're just going to love it. I- I'm probably not going to be able to watch it in one sitting. Why not? Because I can't do- I, don't- I never watch two straight hours of TV anymore. Seriously? I'll, I'll turn it on probably at like 10.30 tonight and get to watch like an hour before I fall asleep. I can't think of the last time I watched less than two hours straight of TV. We know. We're, we're all... <laughs> Texas says, uh, high fidelity is awesome. Uh, yeah, People he's keep in, saying yeah, that. He's in that too. He's a good... You would... I don't know. Eh, you may not like high fidelity as much. But it's a good movie. I, I enjoyed it. Say. Texas, the no hesitation no to TK about doing the show at your house was a premium delivery, Mike, 10 out of 10. I mean, you didn't even wait. I was like, I should do this show from your, no. Let me finish the question. Texas is on three, gives a 97% chance that White will come to UofL. I don't trust those, the, I don't trust those predictions that are out there. Yeah. They, I mean, they also like the... You know, half the time you look at it and it's like, oh, it's a 90, you know, whatever percent. And it's like, oh, there are four predictions and three of them are from the beat writers of school or something like that. It's just, I don't, and then like they, they use the fan vote to comprise the other 20%. Like, I, I don't, I, I feel confident about Trey White, but I should, shouldn't even say that. I feel as confident as I can about these types of things, which is not that confident about anything anymore. Uh, but I, if you if you were asking me to pick, I'm assuming Trey White's going to come here just based on how confident other people seem to be about this. And I think like I, I think Trey White can help you. I don't think that he fixes the glaring issues that you have with this roster. I don't, but he should help you defensively. He should help you. He's a six seven, 
talented slasher who I think could score effectively. He should definitely help you with rebounding. I don't know how much he helps you as a. I don't think he can be a lead guard when Sky Clark needs a break. And so your 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 big issue from last year is still your big issue for this year. Is there anybody else that like you were pretty confident, from, especially from just a scuttlebutt of locally that was going to come here, but didn't still come here? In the last like all years? time or the last like in recently? Just last like couple years, yeah, recently. Probably. I, oh, I mean, Amani Bates was like a done deal, right? Like that was. I, I wrote up a whole thing about like the pros and the cons of Amani Bates because I was told it was, it was done, here, yeah. and he was coming here, and I think it was that confident. And then uh, Kenny backed off and said. Nope, and uh, he ended up going to Eastern Michigan, and you lost five hundred dollars. <laughs> Not because of him, pretty much. I mean, I th- you have to kind of toss out the last couple of years because there's been yeah, so many much... wins did he get. Like, even if he got him three wins, they still would have won. Uh, yeah, so he cost them three wins, and they still I still would have lost the bet. <laughs> I thought back in the day. I mean, I I I really thought that we had a good shot to get Trey Lyles. And oh yeah, I mean, yeah, like that, well, we kind of did. We had him locked in. It seemed like that was one. Like, the, like the, I think it was like the first time I ever like met Tom Jurich, like in in private. Like he was like, you know, his, his son was a a big fan of Love Brian, and Brian was like, hey, have lunch with my dad. And like it, the visit had just happened, and Tom was like, I mean, I can't guarantee anything in recruiting, but like all I can tell you is like he and his dad had the best possible visit they could. I don't know what could happen after this, but like as of right now, they should be all locked in. And then sure enough, it was. UK doing the UK thing. Texas, I think Trey White would make a good two. I hope. I mean, I, I think that he's... I, I just think that we're back to where we were last year, where it's like, this guy could be a good two. I think his skill set will translate. And then when none of them really did, we were just bleep out of luck. Like, I, I think that, I mean, hopefully Mike James gets better in that respect. He, was, he had flashes last year, um, but he was still more of a three than he was a two. I hope that Trenton Flowers can be that that type of guy. I hope Karan Davis is fantastic, and none of us like just knew about him, and we're all wondering how the hell other schools didn't get in on him. I hope that that Trey White does make a great two, but we just we don't know. It's like the receiver position last year, where it's like I hope one of these guys steps up and establishes themselves as a big time deep threat, and then when it doesn't happen, you're just kind of screwed. I hope to see the ocean is as blue as my friend described it. There's, I hope there's a lot I of hope. hoping. There's a lot of hoping. There's a lot of I think. There's not a there's not an I know. And the problem with that is there were options in the transfer portal. There still are options in the transfer portal that would have given you the ability to say, I know that guy can, can be a capable combo guard. I know that when Sky Clark needs a breather, that guy can run the show. I know that if Sky Clark winds up not being as good as we hope he is, that guy can take over the point guard duties. And we don't have that right now with this roster, and we're not recruiting a guy that changes that at this point. Texas says Mbako would be large, would probably take this roster from 15 potential wins to an NIT berth. Unless Mbako could switch to a combo guard, I'm not sure if it matters too much. I, I mean, we can't just gloss over Mackenzie Mbako, the impact that he could have. Like, I, I think that he is a legit one-and-done guy. We haven't had any of those at Louisville ever. Um, he doesn't, like the texture says, Feel that glaring weakness, but he does make you significantly better and significantly more talented. Like, I mean, he would be fun to watch. Like to sure. think that with his individual talent would be enough to at least get us to beat some like Bellermans. Yeah, I mean, which is. I mean, we should have been able to beat Bell. You should be able to beat Bellman with. A- I, I agree as well, but I'm just saying. I mean, I think what Mackenzie and Baco that addition does, and really what any like good final two additions to this roster does, is it takes away the potential excuses for for whether or not Kenny Payne deserves a third year, right? 
you want a roster that on paper people look at and say, this should, with the right coaching, the right culture, the right all that stuff, this should be a team that at the very least competes for an NCAA tournament spot. And if we don't do that, if we're not ever in the NCAA tournament discussion, we have our answers to all of our questions. we got to move on. we got to start over. And if we do, or we make the NCAA tournament easily and have a wildly successful season, awesome. We've got our guy. Let's go. You, need, you don't want that purgatory roster where it's like, eh, it's okay, it's better, but it's still not good, and let's see what happens when he really gets his guys in here, and 15 wins with this roster is actually a good job. Like You don't want to be stuck in limbo. And adding Mbako and Trey White or adding Luis and Trey, or adding somebody else who's cool that we don't even know about that's out there, like that gives you the ability to say, okay, whatever happens this year, we know, one way or the other. There's no arguing. There's no back and forth. He's either got it, he can win a national title here at some point down the line, or he can't, and we need to go get somebody who can. That's what I'm looking for at this point. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll wrap up hour number two. I'm trying to get to the the Derby Trevor picking a horse. We may have to save that for the 5 o'clock hour because we're not going to have a whole lot of time here to run down that. So uh, maybe we take some more text after the break. I mean, I'm going to pick a winner regardless. You are. It's going to happen. Uh, we'll, we can have a couple of one more football note that I want to get to. We'll do that after the break. Text, and then 5 o'clock hour, we'll talk Derby. We'll get TK's uh, Derby Horse. It's the Mike Weatherford Show live from Jeffersonville here on 1450 and 96.1 The Big X. I assume this is a Shell House song as well. No, this is actually just uh, Seattle. Oh, I thought you were, thought you were just playing all Shell House. Well, I was, but I only like one song off the soundtrack, and that was it. <laughs> so the rest is going to be Seattle for getting you to watch Shell House. Uh, What's this thing made of? Metal. Well, weld it better. One last you're thing. Gonna, you're laughing here. Oh, I can't wait. One, one, <laughs> one last thing on the McKenzie and Baco front that I meant to add in there. Uh, we talked about how he went to St. John's uh, last this past weekend, how he's going to Kansas reportedly today or tomorrow. He's set for Indiana this weekend. I'm assuming we're going to be last after that. The, the other thing that I would add, from what I've heard, and this is kind of like a little hoop scoop, Ooh, I like St. That. John's not feeling that confident about, about landing him. They've got, you know, Obviously, Rick Pitino has his, you know, he's, he's in on a lot of different players at this point. They're trying to stock up that roster for his first season as much as they can. They had high hopes this past weekend. I don't know if it like didn't go well or whatever, but they were left with the impression that they were probably a, kind of a long shot to land him, which is why I'm saying Kansas scares me a little bit because they will go from not really in the picture to just miraculously landing the kid in the snap of a finger. I still feel like I think we're going to get him. I do. Could Confidence level for any of this stuff is low. 
So take everything with a grain of salt. But at the end of the day, I feel like we've got a very, very good shot to land him. I don't think that St. John's is our, our fiercest competition right now. So take that for what it's worth. No, we have more fierce competition other than that. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> They've been replaced. There's still fierce competition. It's not so... I mean, if he's not going to come to Louisville, wouldn't you rather him go to St. John's and Patino, though? I don't know. I mean, I want Rick to succeed, but also that's like, it would suck. Well, if what, like, but if you know, like, you know he wasn't going to come to us anyway. I guess. I don't know. That, that would be a bitter pill, though, to, to have the kid that was like, he's miraculously available and he's a lock to go to Louisville to now go to your old coach who is just kind of going after a lot of the same guys that you're going after. Some of your fan base still wish that was here. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say a majority, but... Oh, wow. I didn't... <laughs> it's, yeah, that would be that, that would be tough. Right, we've got a, a little bit less than 10 minutes to go in this hour. So we're going to do post positions and Trevor's Derby Horse pick next segment to kick off the 5 o'clock hour. Oh, I love post positions. We'll take some text from you guys here to wrap up the, the, the 4 o'clock hour. Uh, Texture says... He agrees with Trevor. LMAO, Trevor has no issues remembering the value of a bet until after the game. Good thing for him. He won't have to forget it this year. Cards by 14-plus over UK. 14-plus? I love that we're, we're doing this again. Seven, I'm not, months, I'm not, seven I'm not, months before the game. I didn't put points down, but, uh, you know, I mean, we're going to win straight up. Yeah. I, I can promise you I, I'm as confident as we're going to win this game as I was Will Levis not going in the first round. Texas says uh, Trevor... If you have to ask, you can't afford it. And repeal and Matt wins are definitely worth it. Also, Brendan's catch twenty three. I thought it was Brendan's catch twenty two. Who's is, is Brendan? The, what the restaurant? Oh, was that a? I've never heard of it. I've I've heard of it. I've never been there. So it is catch twenty three. Is it on DoorDash? I don't think it's on DoorDash. Then that, then it's, not, then it's not good. I mean, if you can't make DoorDash's list, then what? I mean, what good are you really? That is where they have the best meat. I mean, that where you draw the that where you draw the line. Cattleman's. Cattleman's is good. Don't be mocking Cattleman's. Better than Jack Fry's. Well, I don't know what Jack – I've never been to Jack Fry's, though. I can't confirm that one. Texas says, I've got to admit, I've heard the sex line thing for some time, LOL. That's what it is. <laughs> Took me a minute to realize what he's talking about. What sex line was he talking about? That was the Thorntons. Just great advertising. <laughs> I wonder how many people show up there and be like, yeah, I'm here for the sex line. <laughs> Texas says, last year, Kenny Payne's excuse for not getting good players in the portal was due to the NCAA cloud. What's the excuse this year? Well, uh, character. They don't match the culture that we're trying to build. And that was kind of last year, too. Well, that was, yeah, <laughs> That's what it was. We, we passed on Dior Johnson and Amani Bates and a couple of other guys. I mean, I, Dior was a good call, though, probably. Amani, maybe, too. But, like, we still could have gotten other guys. That's the issue is, yeah, you want to pass on a couple of guys. It's not like you have five guys and it's like you can either take them or you can't. There's a 1,000 players in the transfer portal, and a lot of them can hoop. Um, as far as I see, I mean, it is a – the call? Oh, I get to use the cough button. That felt so good. You're coughing. I'm blowing my nose. It's just we're just going down the, <laughs> the 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 dynamic that we have right now, which is this staff is, and you can get mad about you know them swinging and missing on guys if you want. The reality is they they're bringing in a top five or top ten, depending on which scouting service you're looking at, recruiting class, which is nothing to scoff at. But they're not doing what the fan base wants them to do in the transfer portal. And I don't understand the disparity there. I, I don't understand why you're killing it on one end and not even like, coming close to, to to appeasing what we want to have happen in the transfer portal. Well, I think that, it just doesn't make that much sense. I think because the, 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 you're, you're getting the, the, the recruiting class based on the, the rankings of said players, but 
you're just bringing in like you're not actually building uh, the uh, the right players to like form an actual team. You're just bringing in six guys at the same position, pretty much, and they may be well ranked at least from the perspective of some sites. That gives the class, but I mean, we still don't have a damn guard. I don't really know what you're talking about. I mean, I'm just saying, like, why are they doing so well with the high school kids, but not doing well in the portal? Oh, I thought you meant just the rankings, the the rankings. No, I mean, we're just we're not getting players in the portal. That's a huge issue uh, when it comes to roster construction, and it's just it's not happening. Now, there's still we have two scholarships left. There's still time, but I mean, we're not actively recruiting a player that's going in the portal at least that's going to really get the fan base going. It's going to to draw. Preseason prognostications that have Louisville as like a fringe top twenty-five team or an NCAA tournament contender, and I just don't, I don't get what that is. They clearly have an ability to recruit with, with a certain brand of player. Like, you know, you'd think the same pitch that you use to get Trenton Flowers or to get Dennis Evans or to potentially get Mackenzie Mbako would be, I don't know, one that might work with a high-level transfer like a Tyler Perry or like some of these other guys that we've been in on but have lost to Arkansas or to whoever. I just It doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense. Texas says, I'm not sure if you got this already. Uh, shout out to the Louisville men's lacrosse team. We did. We, we shouted out the Louisville men's lacrosse team, uh, knocked off uh, UK, going on to the Elite Eight, winning conference championships, suck at Kentucky. Texas says, for Mike's football scoop segments, y'all should drop a uh, scoop over Snoop's drop it like it's hot. Scoop it like it's hot. Scoop it like it's hot. I can do that. <laughs> Texas says, yes, the nickname Trevor the Walker doesn't really work. Maybe Trevor the Dasher. <laughs> Trevor, the, Trevor the Rascal. <laughs> <laughs> I love, by the way, in case you haven't noticed this, uh, apparently uh, Milton Wright has entered the transfer portal. Did, didn't that happen that's last year? the same thing. I was like, I thought when he got kicked out of school, I kind of put you in the transfer portal. Remember, we were asking people last year who like would know. We we're like, what's up with Milton Wright? They're like, I don't know. I've, I've got no idea where he is. I love, yeah, I just love. I'm just like the fourth tweet I've seen in a row about how like breaking news. Milton Wright is in the transfer portal. Like, I, I thought that was kind of a given. I, I mean, feel like that's Milton Wright putting it out there like, hey, I'm still around, I'm still, still available, still a person. I can play. Uh, right, right was academically ineligible last year, and had, but had 732 yards. Sometimes. I mean, he's a good player. If you're Louisville, you bring him in, right? Yes. I mean, I mean, yeah, he he may never play a down at Louisville, but who cares? You, he is worth that. That's that's just worth the squeeze. It's kind of like I mean, I was going to compare it to Zeke Pike. He's from Kentucky, right? And he from think like KCD. You went to, K- to, to KCD. Yes, I thought yeah. Or Christian Academy. Well, think, okay, my I bad. Christian yeah, Academy. You think you're right, one or two. It reminds me of the Zeke Pike situation a little bit. Now, Zeke was not an accomplished college player. He, no. He had already been kicked out of, of, of Auburn. But it's kind of it's worth taking him. Like, he's a high-level player. I mean, Milton Wright was a, put up very solid stats at Purdue. He was going yeah. to be their best returning receiver last season. 732 yards and seven touchdowns in 2021. I, I'm with you in saying the juice, the potential juice outweighs the potential like, squeeze that gets juice all over yourself. Like, this is... <laughs> If you miss out on him, you've we, got other if we, get, if we get Mill right to this group and he's eligible, Stop. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to finish that sentence. <laughs> yeah, you know where I'm going with that. Texas, I like how Trevor called Michael Sarah Michael Cena, and I like to imagine him mixing up uh, with John Cena. Easy mistake to make. Wait, what's his name? Did I call him Cena? I believe Cena. did. Is it not Cena? It's Sarah. Sarah? Yeah. Like, like the name? Well, C E R A. Yeah, I mean, I know he's supposed to with a C, but it's pronounced. I always thought yeah. it was pronounced Cena. Michael Sarah. I thought he was like a cousin of John's. 
Texas says, Trey White shot bad from three, but a lot of his shots were pull-up, step-back jumpers. It looked good, just tough shots. I don't know if that should concern about shot choice or hopefully he can make easier attempts. Uh, I mean, that's kind of USC. They, they play that free-flowing offense. They don't do a whole – like, if you watch – it's not just USC. It's Pac-12 basketball in general for the most part. Some are – like Kyle Smith's Washington State team doesn't play that way. But UCLA, like, thrived with taking, quote-unquote, bad shot the last couple of seasons. They just had really good shot makers. I mean, the issue there is we – also took really bad shots all last year, and we don't seem to have an offense that generates good shots. But we're hoping all this improves. I don't. I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm trying. You keep trying, buddy. Texas. Every time I hear one of you say Mbako, I immediately think of Mbata from Conan the Barbarian. I have no frame of reference when it comes to. Conan I haven't Barbarian. seen Conan since I was probably like eight years old, so I can't remember. Yeah, it's not a Schwarzenegger movie. Texture says KU five levels has, I'm assuming this means five level one violations currently on their plate. They're hosting five stars and grabbing poor old dudes like it's as sunny as ever in Lawrence. Oh, they don't care. They, they've got, they've got, they're, yeah, they're, they've got like sanctions out the yin yang. They don't care. Well, their pitch is basically like, look at what the IRP did to everybody else. Like Memphis had a ton of violations. Uh, all the other schools had a ton of violations. Louisville, people thought was going to get the death penalty, and none of them got a postseason ban. So, we're good. Our coaches have been self-imposed for a few games. Besides that, done. Come here. They're they're doing what we kind of should have done last year. When they were on probation, they brought the blunt dog in for, 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 for their, their midnight madness. They did. They brought strippers and Snoop Dogg and a, and a dog just looking at giant blunt on, while on probation. Texas says, message boards <laughs> are saying you confirmed Mbako is visiting next week. Is that true? Well, no, I'm saying that he... He's confirmed the visits to the other four schools, the other three schools that he said he was going to visit. I'm assuming we're going to be fourth. If he's going to Kansas now, right after St. John's and Indiana this weekend, I'm assuming we're going to be sometime. But we have a day, right? No. I thought you said we did earlier. No, we, we just know that he's going to the other three schools. But he's, oh, well. he said he's coming here, so I'm assuming that we're going to be last. I, I guess we could, he could squeeze us in like Wednesday, Thursday. See, I, I thought you said we, I thought you confirmed, thought, when I asked you about having a date earlier, I thought you confirmed we did. We don't have a date yet. I have no confidence. I oh, mean, there's I no set date. But yeah. he he's coming here and he's, he lined up visits with the other three schools. Yeah, I heard that one before. I think he's. I, I feel confident about it. I'm, I'm feeling good. And about we're after, but and we're after what? St. John's and in Indiana, right? And Kansas. Kansas, Kansas is, is right now. He's already been to St. John's. He went to St. John's this past weekend. He's going to Indiana this weekend. Would love. Would be cool to get him in here for Derby, but apparently that's not going to happen. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I'm just lucky to have him at all, I guess. But I mean, I don't know if that's going to happen either. Texas says starting five next year: Trenton Flowers, Dennis Evans, Mackenzie Mbako, Sky Clark, and Zan Payne. Um, all right, we got to go to break. When we come back, Derby Talk, we'll get this uh, these post position draws and odds out there, and we'll let Trevor pick his own horse. It's Derby Talk with TK. Winner coming for you, baby. Best winner winning chicken the, dinner. Best segment of the year is on the way next here on 1450 and 961, The Big X. Oh, yeah, oh.
for it. Really too late to call, so we wait for Man of Horses. I didn't know Man of Horses from Seattle. They are. They formed in Seattle in 2004. They actually claim Charles from South Carolina now, though. Oh. But they were originally a, a, a Seattle band. Trevor, to know you is hard. I believe it. And we wonder. Uh, oh. Will the horse I pick end up at the funeral? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're just kidding. You wanted a funeral, maybe a bag of dog food. But <laughs> it is Monday, May 1st. This is the kickoff of Derby Week. We had the post-mission draw earlier today. It used to be on Wednesday, right before the, the, the boat race. They've moved it to Monday recently. And I know I wrote, I posted some tweets about this earlier today. I've always said, for an event that magnifies like every little thing, I mean, this is a two-minute horse race that we have a two-week festival for. Like every little thing, they have the you know you, you you look at morning workouts, you look at the way that the horse is looking in the barn, you're looking at pedigree, you look at every little thing to try and find an edge to try to play it up. The most underutilized aspect of this entire event. Is the post position draw? Oh yeah, because no one's won it at like a twenty, right, or something. Well, no, seventeen is the only only spot that has not produced a win. But isn't the, the the far the far ends are like bad 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 mojo for horses? Right? It used to be worse than it is now. Like, okay, they don't have the auxiliary gate anymore. But I, I I didn't mean like literally as far as like the I, I just think this is a an, an event that could be played up. People love the pageantry of selection shows of. Yeah, you know, laying the foundation for. That. I mean, we have it's a, like a draft. Yeah, we have a two-hour NCAA tournament selection show. The World Cup draft is like, you know, the, the, when they they draft for like the little pods. Like that's a huge thing. It's one of the most watched events of, of all time. Like, like we could easily blow this thing up. The the Churchill and they've done a, a variety of different ways. They had it on Fourth Street for a while. Uh, they have it at Churchill Downs now, and it's so. They've always just done it in a way that is so stiff. It's just you know it's Mike Battaglia up there it used to be, and the late who one of my favorite people of all time, John Asher would be up there. But they would just yeah. kind of be like Thomas you know drawing names and like announcing. Like, there's just not a whole lot there. We need to have like a WWE style like like intros, like create highlight videos for these horses. That would be have kind of- songs made for these horses. I mean, can you imagine you know the the, the big voice announcer comes out there and he's like. And you don't like, like you know, do it like the Royal Rumble, where you don't know who's coming out next. Like the countdown, the, 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 the countdown from ten. Yes, like like the Dude, third, the third nine. with the third selection, <laughs> like the lights dim. Steve Aspison like knocks over the curtain, comes strutting down in sunglasses. The Ass Man song plays. I'm an Ass Man. And I, and I, we have to have like promo videos too. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like you know how when they draft a guy in the NFL and NBA, they have him like walking on the like the like the the catwalk and he's doing exactly. the exactly like you know I don't know horse uh, war general. He's like he's two years old and it's like highlights and someone like out studying and stuff and just. I mean, we can throw the jockeys in there too if you want, but I mean, it's all about Josh the horse. The breeding barn. I don't know. I mean, just yeah, there. whatever. So, so I'm getting like hosed down and like doing it in slow motion, slow mo like, head, yeah, head shaking. toss. <laughs> Water slide. It'd be incredible. Like, <laughs> I, I know that Churchill Downs. They, you know, his measurements. They monetize everything. Like now they're doing the new paddock. The paddock used to be a place where you know millionaires and the common man could mingle. And now they're making that a. Uh, kind of an exclusive club as well. Like they they love monetizing the stuff. Like this is a this is an, the one untapped area of this entire event. That would be awesome. Hire me to handle stuff like this. Blow this thing up. People will tune in to watch. Even non oh. non horse racing people would tune in for the pageantry 
and the comedic aspect of this entire thing. Like, this is – somebody needs to pounce on this. And I'm predicting in the next 20 years, we're going to have – this is going to become a bigger event because it should be a bigger event. Roush could be the next Mel Kuyper. Yeah, something like that. Like, I wind up following it just as the picks come out, like, on Twitter, where it's like the Derby account. They're like, Forte is in 15. I'm like, this could be so much more. This could be so much bigger than it is. We need to, to blow this thing up. But we do have the post-vision draws. We do have the morning line odds that have been set uh, out there at Churchill Downs. And I, I correctly predicted at the beginning of the show, Trevor can't name a derby horse. This, this happened last year. <laughs> did, did, how, where did that horse finish last year that picked? I don't even remember who you picked. Did he even get the race? I'm pretty sure he did. <laughs> did, he make, did he not make it there? <laughs> I don't remember who you ended up picking. I don't either. I don't think it went well. I think it ended up being a horse that I felt good about. And then I'm still a little bit. I've got some PTSD from last year's race. Like I'm trying to really dive into my handicapping and like look, looking at a bunch of stuff. Like I spent oh, a lot too. of I spent a lot of time on last year's race, and then a horse that nobody had really heard of or done any research on gets in 48 hours before the start and wins the thing. Yeah. Like ruined every single bet that I made. I'm kind of I'm, I'm I'm still a little bit just jarred by it. But here we go. We're gonna go through the list, and we're gonna you know, if you want to keep a horse, if they're a keep. We'll say it. We'll put it aside. We'll okay. go back to it. And if you wanted it to be a, a quick, uh, you know, just throw away, quick toss, we'll do that as well. <laughs> My man Crow just tweeted your tweet and said, can we get a reenactment of Shell How? You and me doing Shell How reenactment? No. <laughs> okay. Give me a horse name. Come on. Stop. <laughs> I'm going to pouch on the situation. I don't know what you're mad about. I mean, I'm still mad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. I, by the way, try, don't give me a fake horse name just to mess with me. I'm not. I'm not going. Okay, because I wouldn't. I'd fall for it. We could play that game, but we're not, we're not going <laughs> to. The, the so you you do know Brad Cox, right? I th- oh I yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't help but know the man. Yeah, I mean that's Roush's idol. He, he worships him. He has a statue of him. His son's named after him. Is he? No. <laughs> Is it, isn't he Duke? <laughs> it's Duke. <laughs> Does Roush have two boys now? Yes. That's what I thought. I don't know. The, what's the second one? Oh, good Lord. I can't remember. Oh, uh, sorry. He's going to kill me. It's a boy. And now I can't remember how he's because he just saw the picture of him just recently, and that's going to drive me nuts. You better look it up. He's going yeah, to be mad at me if I don't remember it. That's my fault. I should have said it. Yeah, I know. Well, I should have. I should know it anyway. Uh, well, the point is, both of Brad Cox's horses in the race. He looks for his second. Frank. <laughs> <laughs> What? Thank you. Because <laughs> I, I knew it was. I knew it was a basic. I knew it was like a. Like I, that's what I love about Roush. Like he's not going. Like he's not naming his kids like some like, like weird like you know hippie name like everyone else does today. He's going Frank and Duke. I love it. I mean, Duke is not like a traditional name. No, but it's old school. Is it? I mean, if you ever. I mean, could you? I mean, I can already hear like the Ra- the Roush boys just running over South End, Frank and Duke. <laughs> you to hear it in my head. I think you're being influenced too much by Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> then where, where's the Frank coming from? <laughs> I mean, Frank does sound like he could be a character in that show. I bet, I bet there was a Frank at some point in Dukes of Hazard. It was, it was Bo and uh, Luke. They were cousins. But I bet there was a Frank at some point. They did replace that. him at one point for a season because of contract, but I can't remember what the two other cousins' names were. Anyway, <laughs> five minutes later. I can name you the characters oh from Dukes God. of Hazard, but not horses. <laughs> The two Brad Cox horses are one and two. Wow, there's two cocks in this one? Two cocks. <laughs> He's going for a second victory. I thought a doctor about that. I'm begging you to stop. Okay, go on. In the one hole, on the rail, 
is Hit Show. Ooh, I like the name. 30 to 1 odds, morning line. First of all, don't tell me odds, okay? Okay, okay, okay. We'll do that. Because I don't want to know odds. Because odds are going to make me. I, I'm going to go by name. And by, and by jo- who's a jockey? Uh, I don't even have one yet. Okay. Because sometimes I like to go if I recognize a jockey name, but odds are I probably won't at this point in, in their careers. Uh, so, what was show hit? <laughs> What's the name? What did you say the name once again? Hit show. Hit show. And it's got it's got cocks in the one hole. Okay. <laughs> what? On. Uh, Manny Franco is the jockey, by the way, that horse. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Say who? Manny Franco. Manny Franco. Manny Franco. That's James's third cousin. Two. In the two hole. Another another Cox. <laughs> Verifying. Can we? Are we verified that? Verifying is the name of the horse. Okay, I'm I'm I'm, I'm thinking show hit first. Hit show more oh more. I've got it right the second time. Give me a second. I mean, uh, that, hit show does sound like it's right in my alley, right? Yes, that's what that's what I kind of thought. Tyler Gaffley owns the jockey on Verifying, by the way, one of the better jockeys in the country. I don't know him, so he can't be that good. Okay, can you name a jockey in this race? <laughs> Pat, Pat Day's not around anymore. Pat Day is not in the race. Gary Stevens story, isn't he? Gary Stevens is not in the race. It's not. I don't think you can name a jockey. I thought Gary Stevens was still racing, though. Yeah, he came back for a little bit. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. We'll see if I actually break one rings a bell. I doubt it, He'll be in town, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, number three, Two Fills is the name of the horse. Well, that's got to be a Cox horse. Cox horse. No, the, the, the Coxes have already been out. Oh, that sounds like a perfect name. Uh, Got through both Cox. <laughs> it was rough, but we made it. Uh, two, two, two Fill, nah, I don't like that two one. Two Fills out, okay. What's his jockey, though? Jareth Lo- Loveberry. Yeah, I don't like that name either. Uh, Larry Ravelli is the trainer. Gladiator 2. Number four, confidence game. Ooh, okay, 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 confidence game. I like that a little bit. All right, all right. What's his jockey? Uh, James Graham is the jockey. James Graham? Say Keith DeSormo Horse, Kent's brother. I know I know DeSormo. I know that name. He's the trainer. Kent was the jockey. Or is the jockey. Kent DeSormo was is Oh, he's a jockey. I know that jockey name. And his brother's Keith. He trains horses. Okay, I know Kent DeSormo. He's won a derby, right? Kent is, but Kent's not... It, <laughs> Let me clarify. Ken is not involved. Keith DeSormo is the trainer here. Ken's brother. Well, I don't want Frank Stallone in my movie. I want Sylvester. No, yeah. pass. You have a confidence game. Okay. Yeah, I'm not that confident. So right now we've got Hit Show. Hit Show's leading the way. Okay. In the five-hole, tap it trice. Ooh. Again, this sounds like it should be a Cox horse. This is a Todd <laughs> Fletcher horse. I know Todd. Now, did he get in trouble for cheating? No, you're thinking of Bob Baffert, who is not. He's, he's oh. banned from the Derby this year. He's got no horses. So Todd Fletcher's local, though. He's from Louisville, right? No. No? He's kind of the, he's the king of horse racing right now, I'd say. I'm thinking of Dallas Stewart. He's from Louisville. Dallas Stewart is a Hey, and I named one off the bat. I should get credit for that, right? I don't think he has a horse in the Derby this year. Well, that sucks. Dallas Stewart's my guy. Who, no, then Todd Fletcher's horse name is what again? The, in the, this one, Tap It Trice. Trice? Tap It Trice. What's Trice? T-R-I-C-E. Yeah, but what is it? What's that word mean? I mean, it's just... It's supposed to be is that a typo from twice? <laughs> No. <laughs> did they just like write this is their cursive messy and they they this well, I mean you know thrice is a word. Okay. Thrice means three times. Well so trice is twice? Trice trice is a word. <laughs> I know it's a word, I'm assuming. Words matter. I mean sometimes they have horses that have nonsense names. So this is is that what you're telling me? Well, what does tap it mean? <laughs> well tap it it means like but it's, but it's one word. That's not the word. Trice means in a moment, very quickly. In a trice she'd flown up the stairs. <laughs> so we've had to t- tap it. In a moment? Yes, yeah, sure. I don't like that. We're skipping right, now. Tap it, tries it out. Uh, six, another Todd Fletcher horse. Kings Barnes. All one word. Kings Barnes. Not bad, not bad. Who's a jockey? Jose Ortiz. Ooh, that name sounds familiar. Then again, it just could be because it's Spanish. 
Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna not no, pass on that one. Adam Kings Barnes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number seven, reincarnate. Ooh, I, I'm, I do believe in reincarnation. You do? Not really. I was gonna say that that, would, <laughs> that was gonna be a shocking development. Not, not really at all. Uh, the jockey is John Velasquez. I know that name. Okay, I'm kind of leaning on. Re- Where's where this horse at? Seven hole. Seven hole. That's like in the middle, right? Well, it's a twenty horse field, so <laughs> close to fairly close to the middle. Yeah. The middle. This my horse might be okay. Let's put a let's put a pause on that one. That one's going to come back around. All right, so reincarnate and hit show. I yeah, like we've got stars by. We right got now. two. Yeah, we got stars by those two. Number eight is Mage. M A G E. Like Marge. Mage. What's Mage? It's the name of the horse. Stupid name. I will say this: one of the owners of Mage is the head of the South Florida U of L alumni chapter. My guy Damon Stinson. He's a big Mage guy. Okay. Owns part of the horse. Uh, the, the, jocker also, uh, the jockey also <laughs> is Javier Castellano, who I'm sure you've probably heard of. Mm. Okay, never mind. I shouldn't assume anything. Here. No. <laughs> okay, Mage apparently is a magician or learned person. Okay. I thought they were just making it up personally. Yeah, I didn't know what it was. Yeah, I didn't either. It's a noun. Um, I kind of like magicians. <laughs> Put a star on that one. That's three. Okay, I was surprised there. Right. Yeah, yeah, I might come, yeah, sometimes I come out of nowhere. You never know. Number nine is Skinner. Ooh, that was the name of a wrestler. <laughs> yeah. The jockey? The jockey is Juan Hernandez. Name sounds familiar again, but, it, you know. Okay, that's not. Um, yeah, that was Steve Kern. Um, now we're pass on Skinner. He kind of sucked as a wrestler anyway. Okay. Number 10, Practical Move. I, I like the names, cool, a little bit. Practical move, seems like something I would do. J- uh, jockey? <laughs> <laughs> Ramon Vasquez is the jockey. Ramon Vasquez, okay, all right. He, sound, he sounds experienced. Uh, do, do, do anything else I should know about this horse before I, if I want to star him or not? Well, I mean, I mean you don't want me to give away anything. So. Well, no, no, like, does, did why I know the like, trainer? Does, should I know the trainer? Probably or the not. Uh, okay. Tim Yakteen. Yakety yak, don't go back. Yeah. Uh, no, we'll pass on practical. Okay, practical move is out. Number yeah. eleven, disarm. Ooh, that was a good. That was a good Smashing pumpkin song. Um, jockey. Joel. Billy Corbin. Billy Corbin. Billy Corbin. Joel Rosario. Ooh, I like that name. It's the different. Steve Asmussen horse, the ass man who I just made a joke about. Oh, I star it. Okay. Uh, you, I mean, that's three for three. I like the name of the horse. I like the name of the jockey. I like the fact that we can sing ass man when he comes out. I'm an ass man. Doom, doom. Or we can play Disarm by Smashing Pumpkins. Number 12 is Jace's Road. Jace's in like J-A-C-E? Exactly. Oh, wow. Who's going to spell and be the mother? <laughs> the, uh, uh, Jace's Road. Is that an actual place? I don't think so. It's like Abby's Road? I think it's probably just a name. Uh, let's see here. No, it does not come up as anything other than Derby related, so we're passing. Okay. Plus, I just saw his Ebar's blue. I don't like that. Yeah, that's fine. Number 13, Sun Thunder. Ooh. Sun Thunder's kind of like a classic horse name that you would make that, up as like a five-year-old. That does sound kind of cool, though. When you learn like about the Derby in grade school, you're like, all right, here, draw your silks, make up your own horse. It's like Sun Thunder. <laughs> uh, how many stars do I have, Sarge? Just three? Uh. Four. I have four. You got. You started four. Okay. We've got 
Hit Show. Yeah. We've got Reincarnate. We've got Mage, and we've got Disarm. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Disarm, yeah. That was the most recent one. Um, no, we're passing on Sun Thunder. Sun Thunder's out, okay. Yeah, bye-bye. No, 14, uh, 14 Hole, this is the other Brad Cox. I forgot the, the third one. Oh, there's three of them? Third one. Angel nice. of Empire. Ooh, he knows how to name the horses, doesn't he? Angel of Empire sounds cool. That sounds like the name of... Angel of Empire coming down the stretch. He's spoiled away. I feel like Angel of Empire is going to kind of be the wise guy horse this year. Where like everyone on the backside is talking like, hey, hearing things about Angel of Empire. Really? And then the wise guy horse almost never fires in the derby. But I, I do like this horse. Well, I mean, wise guys usually fire. Um, who's the jockey? Flavian Pratt. I don't like the name. Flavian? Flavian. Like, yeah, it reminds me of like, Flavio. Fabio Basili. He's, he's smaller. So. Um, he's at least a guard shape. Uh, it's French. Is it really? Flavian Press is from France. Oh, they were passing. I'm not picking a French dude. Yeah, quit no with Florent Giroux. Go quit halfway through the race. Uh, what a terrible joke. <laughs> <laughs> Number 15, Forte. Ooh, like Matt. Or Joseph. Yeah. Why well, you got to ruin it for me? Why do you hate Joe, Joe Forte? <laughs> Joe Forte sucked. He's a beast. Well, in college. Yeah. Yeah. North Carolina. Yeah. I like Matt Forte better. Who's the jockey? Rad Ortiz Jr. Why <laughs> do you say that? It's like I like was to know it. Because he's like the best jockey in the world. <laughs> Is he? <laughs> he's a top Fletcher horse. You said it was such like, 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 like oomph on his name. You're like, well, I never know who you're going <laughs> to. I assumed you'd heard of like, Rad, but I, I guess not. Oh. I thought you'd heard of Javier Castellano, too. I, I never know what to think. No, I thought it was a soccer player. Uh, I got four horses. I'm passing. Forte's out. That, by the way, that is will be the favorite. Morning line. Really? Yeah. Look good. I'm glad I passed on him. Number 16, Ray's Cane. Ooh, no. They don't have barbecue sauce. Okay. Yeah, out. Number 17, Derma Sotagate. Sotagake. There are two Japanese horses. If you couldn't tell, this is one of them. Say what? Derma Sotogake. All right. We're, we're going to sp- uh, Derma, D-E-R-M-A. A. Sotogake. S-O-T-O-G-A-K-E. One of two Japanese horses in the field. See, but what's that? What's that mean? Parents are mind your biscuits. I like that. Seems like a deviation there in the name. <laughs> it's like the same thing. Does that not mean anything? Is that not like, like you're putting too much emphasis on the the, the meaning behind the names? Well, these I, things are usually done very quickly. I disagree. I mean, I think the name is very important. Okay, it's just named after the person who owns it. Well, that's just stupid. I'm not taking that horse now. And also, again, the 17 hole, the only. Post position that has never produced a derby winner. Oh well, it's gonna it's gonna happen again this year because the, the, the yeah, Mister um, Roboto Roboto whatever is not gonna win it. Number eighteen, Rocket Can. Ooh, Rocket Can. Rolling down the blue, no, never known. Um, <laughs> and I think it's gonna be a long, long time. Uh, who's the who's the jockey, Elton John? Uh, the jockey <laughs> is Junior Alvarado. I think I've heard that name. I like Rocket Can. I'm going to put a star on that one. The trainer is Bill Mott, the uh, winningest trainer in the history of Churchill Downs. Oh, not to be confused with uh, the Mott who got kicked out of WWE. Exactly. Bill Mott, who was, th- who was fired for uh, for this, bullying. This is Bill Mott. Oh, that's his name? Yeah. Well, I wonder if the same dude. Uh, <laughs> number 19 is Lord Miles. 
Oh man! Speaking of, I saw your boy Ryan Miles. I was gonna on, say on that's exactly what I thought of when he said that. I thought about. I, thought I saw him at the Balloon Glow event. Oh, like, did you? Yeah, I was like, I was like, I heard uh, you know, Trevor's taking trophies from you. He was like, yeah, yeah. He let me come to his house. I've been in his house, unlike yours. You've been to my house. <laughs> you won't let me in the door. We had COVID, all of us. This was like last week. Lord <laughs> 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 Miles uh, is. Uh, the jockey's Paco Lopez. The trainer is oh, Seth no. Joseph. Who I, my guy who uh, actually is one of the owners of Maid just sent me a picture. He is on the same plane as Safi Joseph coming into town. Just sent me a picture. The horse? Uh, the, the trainer. Oh, he looks, <laughs> he looks very upset to be taking this picture with, with Damon. Does not look like a nice guy here in this picture. Uh, I mean, Lord Miles, great name. The jockey's name is Paco, my best friends. Mm-hmm. He's Paco when he's drunk. Uh, oh, that one's getting a star. That's okay. That one might be the favorite. That. Wow. I mean, that one I'm leaning really heavy on. And in the I'm far, loving this one's hitting all check marks. Far outside post, we've got Continuar, which is the other Japanese horse. Yeah, I don't like the Japanese horses. <laughs> if you want me to be a fan of Japanese, just get me on the wrestling. The horses can go. Now, the alternates, we have three of them. And remember last year, Rich Strike at this point in the week was an alternate, just made yeah. all the field late Thursday. Lula was an alternate once, but we didn't get in. We didn't get in, unfortunately. We would have done what Rich Strike did. We would have won the national title. Yeah. Chris yeah. Mack would still be here. Uh, Cyclone Mischief, Mandarin Hero, and King Russell are the three alternates. Okay, the first one, I like the name. Reminds me of Twister. The second one, I didn't like the name. What was it again? Mandolin? Uh, Ma- Mandarin Hero. Yeah, I don't like that Which is another one. Japanese horse. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I didn't even realize that. I, know that. And the t- I like two of the three on that one, but we're going to have to put those aside because we're not going to count them right now because they're alternates. All right, so we're down to Hit Show. Yeah. Reincarnate. Yeah, drop reincarnate. Reincarnate's eight now. Out now. Yeah, he's been already been reincarnated. He's done. He's done. <laughs> mage. So mage. Disarm. Hitcher, disarm. Um. And, and Master Miles. Lord Miles. Lord Miles. Did you 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 got rid of Sun Thunder, didn't you? You said no. Sun Thunder got sent home. All right, so we're down to four. Hit show. Mage. Disarm. And Lord Miles. I kind of feel like you're leaning towards Lord Miles at this point. I am very heavily leaning towards I, Lord Miles. I feel I like it right now. Mage, just like a magician, he's gone. Mage is done. Okay, so Mage down to Hit done. Show. I feel like Disarm and Lord Miles are your top two. Uh, hit, show's Disarm, right. hit Show's right there, too, though. I love the name. You like the name, but Disarm checked all three of your boxes. You'd what heard was the jockey again? Yeah, I'd heard, you'd heard, heard of Joel Rosario and Steve Asmussen, and you yeah. like the name. Those are your three requirements. All right, this is going to make Roush mad, but we're going we're gonna to drop the Cox and send, and send Hit Show back to the the. the the drawing board. No cocks this year. No cocks. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's Disarmor Lord Miles. Who will be Trevor's Derby pick 2023? This is a tough one. You know what? I'm going with it. It, it, it was too much of a, too much coincidence with Paco and Miles and whoever the owner is. I don't care. Lord Miles, Master Miles is going to win it. It also is kind of, I mean, like literally right before we started talking about him, I got a text with a picture of the trainer, Safi Joseph. I mean, it's, 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 it's. All, right there. Yeah. That's him right there. I looks, it looks good. He looks, looks like a winner. He looks pissed is what he looks he, like. That's, that's what I want to see. It. That's what, that's what I want to see. That's what, what a winner looks like. All right. From the 19 hole, Trevor's pick for 2023 is Lord Miles. Lord Miles is going to make you bow down. Would you, would you like that's to know the odds? <laughs> would you like to know the odds on Lord Miles? I never want, I'm like Harrison Ford. I never want to know the odds, but what are they? 30 to one. I love it even better. <laughs> going to get paid by the Lord. The Lord is going to pay me. I'm going to make a prediction here, too. I think that on race day, 
you'll get worse odds than 30 to 1. I think that, that Even horse. Even better. I think that horse goes off at higher odds than 30 to 1. Okay. It's probably going to be more like somewhere between 30 and 40. Okay, so what, what was Hit Show's odds? Hit Show uh, was 30 to 1 as well. Okay, so I didn't really like lose anything on that one. Mage? Mage is 15 to 1. Okay. Disarm, 30 to 1. So I seem to have a, have a type. You know how to pick them. <laughs> And then what was the other one that you liked? Uh, uh, no, but that was it, wasn't it? No, that, uh, reincarnate. Reincarnate. Reincarnate is 50 to 1. <laughs> Don't, he got reincarnated as a bug. He's gone. <laughs> you got to do it one. again because you're dead. <laughs> oh, I love it. Lord Miles is going to bring home the bacon. I enjoyed that. Paco's going to bring home Lord Miles for me. Uh, the the favorite. And it's crazy because my buddy Ruben, whose na- who nickname is Paco, his dad was a jockey. That's kind of crazy. He, he 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 raced in the uh, seventy seven Derby, I believe. This may be enough to maybe put like five dollars on Lord Miles. I'm just telling you, it, it is all try. lining up. Uh, Forte, by the way, will is is the morning line favorite, three to one odds. He sucks. Uh, he's he's a beast. He's uh he's fifteen is a decent spot. Recently produced the winner, Authentic, uh, back in twenty twenty. The second choice is Tappet Trice. The Todd Pletcher horse with Louis Sia's aboard. Cheater. It's not Pletcher. You're getting Pletcher and Baffert confused No, again. but the horse is a cheater. Oh, he okay. didn't know. The, the horse is actually secretly doing steroids, yeah. <laughs> it is. Well, they are. It's uh, <laughs> five to one. And then the third choice is Angel of Empire, the third Brad Cox horse with Flavian Pratt, the Frenchman who uh, no, made Trevor it. toss him. He is eight to one morning line. Like I said, I think that's probably maybe a little bit too Thin odds to be a, a wise guy horse, but I feel like that's the one that you're getting like the ooh, he looked good. Although my buddy went to the track on Saturday and was like Angel of Empire looked awful. So I feel I feel like I'm like uh your your, your boy Will Farrell and uh Talking at Nights I'm like the Frenchman. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> Alright, we'll take a break. When we come back, uh we'll... well as we did that segment and I came in the band of horses. You, yeah. I didn't even get the connection in Seattle Band, Band of Horses. That's it's awesome. It's all perfect. Uh, before we do take a break here and come back for the final segment, reminding you, if you have heating or air conditioning problems, call our friends over at AirServe of Louisville, the number 502-785-8600. What separates AirServe from all the other HVAC businesses in this area is they have technicians available for you 24-7. If you're heating or your air conditioning, I mean, God, it's probably heat today. It could be, it's going to be AC again by this weekend. It's all over the place. It's been that way for a month and a half. It wrecks havoc on your your air and your your heat, call them, 785-8600. If it's 3 a.m., they'll have someone there to take your call. They'll have a technician available to come out to your home and fix your problem. 502-785-8600, airserve.com, uh, slash Louisville, A-I-R-E-S-E-R-V.com, slash Louisville. Take a break. We'll come back. Text lines, 502-414-1450. Some thoughts from you guys. Some look ahead to the sports of tonight and some final thoughts on today's show. It's the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 Big X. And she slams the door in his drunken face And now he stands outside And all the neighbors start to gossip and drool He cries, oh girl, you must be mad 
What happened to the sweet love you and me had? Against the door he leans and starts a scene And his tears fall and burn and garner me Hey, welcome in. Final segment here of the Monday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450 and 961 The Big X. Mike kind of exploded over my hands as we were doing that horse segment. (laughs) And it was one of those where I didn't realize it. I looked down, I was like, oh my God, it's a catastrophe. I made your pin explode? Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I think Lord Miles is the pick. Lord Miles blew the pin. I mean, Uh, Paco, Lord Miles, what was the owner? It didn't matter. Uh, the trainer's going to be good. I mean, if that was a, if that was a cox, <laughs> if that'd been a cox horse, I might, might, I mean, that wouldn't have been the only thing exploding this place. Savvy Joseph is the owner, and I said that because I got a, a text, got a text with yeah. him, like in the as we were talking about him, which is kind of crazy. So there's a little bit, you get a little karma there. The only rule that I have for for like, what, if you have to bet a horse, and I've said this before, but I would always go on the backside. I haven't been in the last couple of years, but we had the Davenport's know Dallas Stewart real well, and so I'd always go over there, and I. Had a, had a rule: If I pet the horse, you pet it, you bet it. And I, two years in a row, they had commanding curve and golden soul, two fifty to one shots, and they came in second back to back years. It's like the, I, you break it, you buy it. The you, you pet it, you bet it. And so I had hit back to back exactas only because I bet that horse, and it like made my Derby weekend. And the third year, he had a horse in, again. It was like Tom's Tom's Glory or something like that. It was it ended up not being a good horse, but like they told Dallas Stewart the story. He's like driving away. He's like. You make sure you pet my bleeping horse. And I was like, I'm, don't worry about it. And I didn't. And the horse finished like 11th. So you pet it, you bet it. I got magic hands back there. Not for winners, but for placers. I'm sorry. It's lots of distraction because we went, we went to national for like a split second there because my, oh, computer, my computer suddenly thought it was May 23-23 at 6 o'clock. And it triggered off the national side to trigger it back. Well, when you first loaded it up, it said it was like twenty ninety nine. It was twenty ninety nine. Yeah, I know. I was like, <laughs> we we made it. We've had a tough technical difficulties day, but we've made it to the end of the show. We're still on the air, as far as I know. Um, we're back on now. Okay. We're, we're, so, how much did we miss? Just like a split second. Oh, okay. Good. Red and Scoots were texting me and let me know what happened, though. Thanks, Scoots. Scoots is always on top of it. Scoots is working when he's not working. That's why he should be. Producing the show. Hey, you want me to take some days off? I don't mind. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, no, make me come in. Thornton's text line is 502 414 1450. We'll take a couple of uh, texts here, then we'll look ahead to tonight's action in the world of pro sports, which unfortunately does not feature. Not much at all, really. I don't know, Avalanche. There's not a whole lot going on. We, got, I mean, we haven't talked about the NBA playoffs at all. It was an eventful day. I didn't get to watch any of the um, Steph Curry show, which sounded fantastic. I love that he hung 50 on, on the Kings. Did he? I just saw they won. I didn't see how. Most points in a game seven in NBA playoff history. Yeah, he, he lit it up. He was the – he basically he left the court, and he was like, you're not ready for this bleep. And I was like, yeah, they, they kind of weren't. They were, it was a good series. Kind of surprised they let the Kings play around with them as long as they did. Yeah, I'm, I'm really surprised they let them win game six back in uh, – back in, 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 at Golden State. Uh, we've got two games tonight, though, in the NBA. We'll talk about that later. Texture says, 502-414-1450, you thought that Sarah was pronounced Cena – Question mark. How does that make any sense? I think spell it. Look what spell it out. C E R A. There's no N in there. That's the issue. That could be an issue. That's. that's (laughs) I think you just saw Sarah and then you thought that it was Cena. Very next text, Trevor. In what way would you think Sarah would sound the same as Cena? When in the English language do R's sound like N's? Ooh, don't challenge me. There's got to be somewhere. Does that to be English? Wait, he literally said, when in the English language? Does that, I mean, because I'm sure I could go, like, like, like Portuguese maybe they do. 
She said English. Talk. I know. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm trying to like get around that. Texas, I'm with TK. The three dates lineup passing on us for Derby. Eh. But I pass. What I what I was he okay with? Uh, you know, he's on my side. He's on your care. side. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Now I said this to you during the break. Maybe and you, I don't know. You, you kind of didn't don't believe me, and maybe I'm just hallucinating. Did it not used to be th- uh, one week between Thunder and Derby? It may have been. I remember it being two weeks for a while now. And I think it has been two weeks for a while, but I could have swore when it first because like I went to the first well, not technically the first Thunder because that was an eighty nine, but like the first on the waterfront, which was ninety one. I went to that one, and I could have swore that was like that happened on like Saturday, and then you had it was just a week of events. yeah, and you had every day. You know, and the new event was each day leading up to Derby on Saturday. I do know. I mean, it used to be different because you know they've moved up. Um, they, they moved up some of the event. The parade was this weekend. It used to always be that Thursday. Yeah. The boat race, I think, is still the Wednesday. The boat race, I think, was always on a Wednesday. Like, it used to be, yeah. like, you had, I remember the boat race was, like, like I think Blue and Globe was, like, Tuesday. Boat race was Wednesday. Uh, then you had the parade usually, like, on Thursday, I think. I want to say maybe Friday. But then again, I also don't remember, like, Derby being a real big thing either at the time. But it's still more of a, a modern thing. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's moved up to Wednesdays, haven't it? Isn't that like, isn't the locals like moved up to Wednesday now? Yeah, where we now is yeah. a big deal. And then uh, Tuesday's become like like Mary's supposed to go out there tomorrow. It's, like, it's, it's, like, <laughs> it's like Louisville's day at the track or whatever. They've yeah. changed it. I feel like yeah, we keep getting pushed back every every year. We get pushed back more. But there's a text that remembers it being one week. Just like help me, like remind, tell me that I'm not going insane. Now the only change with Thunder that, that is made according to the Wikipedia page is it's always two weeks before Derby. But if it falls on Easter weekend, it's moved to a week earlier and it's three weeks before Derby. So I guess it has always been two weeks. I don't know. It doesn't really doesn't really say. The first opening ceremonies were held in 1989. Blah blah blah. blah. The first nighttime fireworks show was in 1990 at Cardinal Stadium. Because see, I always remember the draft handing the, the my my birthday the NFL draft and Thunder almost always landed on the same weekend, which would make it a week before Derby, not two weeks. It may have been. Now I'm sense. thinking 91, 92, 93, roughly. And it might have changed right away. Like I, said, I just, I'm just curious. I tried to Google and it doesn't come anything up. I couldn't find yeah. anything. It may, I mean, I don't remember. I, I, I was very young back and then. I, and so. so, and so was I. I was 11, 12 years old. I just, that's what I'm saying. I don't really, like, if someone can confirm it, I would love to, or tell me I'm just like hallucinating and losing my mind. It's like I'm having a Mendoza effect or yeah. something. I can tell you for a long time, it's been two weeks. It probably has been for a while. Yeah. yeah. Texture says, uh, I was about to wrap up my scoop stroke when y'all started talking about basketball, and no matter how... Okay, come on. I can't read the rest of that. <laughs> Sorry we ruined it for you. Uh, Texas roll call text. Feels like Kansas for Dickinson. Well, I thought he said... I thought, what am I hearing all this? He's, he's already... Kentucky's a done deal. He secretly agreed to him. It was that fake... Have you seen it that? It was that fake Fiscarelli account. That's a, it's a joke. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. It, it's still, it gets half stuff right because you can just look at Twitter scoop and like you can make predictions and they wind up being correct. But it, it's a fake profile that somebody made up as like an experiment. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I saw that. Like I, I didn't know how much tread was on those tires. Like somebody did this and they, they wrote a story being like, I created a fake profile named Mark Fiscarelli and like laid it all out. And nobody like cared, and people still go off that account. <laughs> people are still like Mark Fiscarelli's report. Like it's still like it's it's still a social experiment that's working after he was supposed to have conducted his results. But yeah, I guess it's funny. I don't know. Texas, the glass breaks. By God, that's forte. I'm telling you, this could be this could be the what takes that Derby hype week to the next level. He tries to come out to like yeah, wrestling. He tries to come out to a wrestling. Bring game. the horses out. Yeah, have like a celebrity ride the horse. Can you imagine like, that? Lord Miles will come out to like Lord Stephen Regal's music. Yes. <laughs> he like, to, he oh, he got to come out to Macho Man, the, the, the graduation theme. 
That's what he comes out to. Have some like D-list celebrity that's going to Barnstable Brown party riding the horse. Like who can you? Here comes accompanied by Joey Fatone. It's Angel <laughs> of Empire. Like in sync, bye 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 plays. I don't know. The possibilities are endless. Texas, I was randomly by Churchill Downs last year on post-election day and tried to go in and watch because a parking lot attendant told me that it was free to get in. I didn't get far. Uh, bought some hand sanitizer out of the gift shop and went home. <laughs> What's a random story? <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a very, yeah, it's a exclusive event. They sell hand sanitizer at a gift shop? Apparently. <laughs> Texas, the three cousins of the Dukes boys were Vance and Coy that replaced Bo and Luke for a season of the Dukes of Hazzard. <laughs> it was for one season. It was like, see, you, you've seen 22 Jump Street, right? I have. You know, at the end when they do the, uh, the the mocking of the different, you know, upcoming movies. Yeah. And the great skit where it's Seth Rogen sitting in. He's like, what are you talking about? I am I am um, your brother. No contract dispute. I guess what it was. It was like one season, the two other brothers, the cousins came in. And then after that, they were gone. And then, like, I don't think there was ever an explanation. I love it. I love <laughs> stuff like that. He showed up for one season and they're gone. Like, what are you talking about? We've been here the whole time. Texas says... Cox in the one hole and the two hole, shocker. That's good. No, and the three hole apparently. You know that, that that doesn't work with a joke. Well, you never know. I mean, once you go ear, only with the shocker. <laughs> oh, I got it. There you go. Took you a while to get there. Took you a while to get there. Ah, that's good. Things I love that TK is such a stickler for grammar only when it comes to racehorse names. <laughs> Well, you got to draw a line somewhere, right? I don't think that's a real name. <laughs> yeah. so you probably let the three-year-old name it. Yeah, it may not be. It may not be. What's the country of origin, please? <laughs> Use it in a sentence. Where's Jace's Road exactly? I'm just, well, I mean, part of that makes me wonder, like, is it like a back alley in, like, like Bangladesh or something? I mean, I want to know where this is. Like, maybe it has a, a meaning. Like, if you named it Abbey Road, I wouldn't, like, question, like, the, the love of the Beatles. Bangladesh, the northern <laughs> country bordering Bangla Stroll. It's like a, back, it's like a back alley cockfighting in Bangkok or something. Is that where it's at? You go to J- Jace's Alley? Texas says, Trevor, anyone who knows you or sees you for the first time says, no way in hell is one of the 50 adjectives that comes to mind practical. <laughs> No one has one of the 50 adjectives that comes to mind practical. You're like, I, I, yeah, you did say one. Like, what are the other 50 adjectives? Handsome. No, that, I like that. Keep going. Suave. Mm. Uh, keep, uh, keep talking. Passionate. Uh, I, okay. Jolly. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like practical's coming, but okay. Texas WTF happened. I'm assuming that's when we went national for a quick minute. Texas, uh, Trevor, Steph Curry is the best point guard ever. Prove me wrong. He's not really a point guard, is he? I mean, in the NBA, everybody's kind of a point guard. I think technically he is. I don't really – I'll prove you wrong just by telling you I don't think he's a point guard. I think he's the best shooter in the history of the NBA. I think he's the best shooter in basketball. Yeah, I think it's hard to argue that, yeah. But I wouldn't I wouldn't call him a point guard. That's how – I, I proved you wrong right there. He's not a point guard. He's, just, he's an undersized shooting guard. Texas, Don Staley wouldn't approve of the way Kevon Looney bullied Sabonis on the block. It's a bonus in the book. Did you get bullied? I, I didn't watch the game, so I don't know. I didn't either. I missed all of it. I'm that, I don't like it, though, because I like Sabonis. 
I knew, wouldn't be surprised if we didn't get bullied. I knew I missed something great when, like, my dad, who does, he's like you, just like could not care less about the NBA. Yeah. Was like Steph Curry's almost making me like the NBA right now, and I'm like, I'm, what am I missing? Because I'm out running these damn kids around the city. <laughs> sure enough, it was. What uh, time? Well, that game was on during the hockey game, I think, wasn't it? It was before the hockey game. It was, oh, on, like, it? It was on like during the afternoon. Oh, oh that's right. They were both early games because it was Sunday. Because the Heat game was at like noon or something, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, like I said, we we tried yeah. to go to the down to the Cherokee Yard Fair, got rained out, ended up going to the mall. I uh, went like a couple other places. Run, basically, we were just, like doing whatever we can to like run these kids out of steam. Just to, like all, I saw it was so funny going to the the balloon glow thing on Friday because it's it's a lot of a lot of my close friends and then a lot of like friends that you know, back when we all were, were young and drinking, we'd see at the bar every weekend. But now, like we see rarely, and like, so you're doing a whole lot of like, how's life going? Like, what are you up to? And, and you look around, you see their kid dashing one way and my kid dashing the other, and it's like. This is it. Like everyone's answer is the same. We're just trying to wear these damn kids out so we can get two hours to ourselves before we go to sleep. Uh, that's that's pretty much it. He did beat the Knicks, right? Say what? He did beat the Knicks, right? Yesterday, yeah. he did beat the Knicks. Correct? Yeah, I've won nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that. Texas he doesn't say I don't follow it. I, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I keep up with it a little bit. Texas says Thunder over Louisville is the opening celebration for the Kentucky Derby that, that festival that goes on for two weeks. Currently, I'm talking about when it first started. Texture says, KDF has gone back and forth on which weekend is Thunder and which is the marathon for the last 15 years. But again, I think that only happens when Easter. Like, they go a week ahead, the week before. All the, the mini marathon, I, I will say, like... First of all, you worded that. I know. I, I, I did not do well there. Not, did not handle that well. As soon as you said it, you knew what you I'm like, said. Shit. It's late in the show, Kevin. <laughs> um, he lost me right there. What you said? I don't even know. Yeah, I completely spaced out. <laughs> there were years, so Mary would like run the mini marathon back in the day, and, and so there were there were a couple of years where she was like, you know, I, I feel bad for not doing it or whatever. We were driving somewhere Saturday morning, and she's like, I can't tell you how happy I am that I'm not <laughs> running in the mini marathon. marathon. <laughs> I'm like, now you know how I felt every year. Like I would always be like, oh, my friends are doing that. I'm gonna go get Krispy Kreme just to spite everybody. Oh, I don't blame. The mini marathon is like what, like half a mile, mile, <laughs> sixty feet, <laughs> football field. Hold on. <laughs> How long do you think a mini marathon is? Like half a mile or a mile, maybe. <laughs> it's a mini, right? This was—I mean, a marathon's what, like three miles, <laughs> two miles, Ryan miles. You don't honestly <laughs> think this, do you? Well, I'm just saying. I mean, well, how long's a regular marathon? A regular marathon, I believe, is twenty-six point two miles, what? and a mini marathon is thirteen point one miles. It's not very many. Did you, you, I don't believe that you honestly thought that. I didn't think it was that a mini marathon. You thought all those people got together to run a half mile in like three minutes? Well, it would take me three minutes to do it. Imagine gathering up the thousands of people who run the mini marathon and for, for, for a three-minute race. If you were in the back, you'd have no shot. <laughs> and I know they start the time later, but you see what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. I, think, I mean, I could see that, yeah. It's a long way. Oh, my God. Texas Thunder has always been two weeks prior uh, to the Derby, other than the Easter's years. I guess I am just a lunatic that just thought it was one week. Maybe just as a kid, I didn't realize it was two weeks. Scoot says, wow, that's probably the dumbest thing TK has ever said on radio. Well, <laughs> it was, that was pretty bad. It's so I mean, bad that it's... I questioned if you whether if you actually believe it. I still kind of am. I mean, I don't, I, I, maybe I underestimated the, the, the mininess, but, I mean, 13 miles is not many. 
It, but it's shorter than the that's, actual, like a marathon is. Well, that doesn't mean that. Then you just call it, call it a short, don't call, call it a, a, a quarter of a marathon or something. You're, you're saying mini? Nothing 13 miles is mini to me. But it's in comparison to an actual marathon. So in comparison, it's still big. It's only half. A mini version should be like, like okay, if I get a mini candy bar, it's not half the size of a regular candy bar, is it? It's honestly a fair point. Thank you. Or mini golf is much smaller than actual golf. Thank you. It's not half the size of regular golf. It's smaller than half. This should be like a, yeah, so if it's 13 miles, it should be like eight miles. Well, it is technically called a half or marathon. Or eight mile. We just call it the mini marathon. It is technically a, a half marathon. So, yeah, so mini, I think that's misleading. I don't hate your point. I still think you're very dumb for thinking that it was a half mile <laughs> or a mile. <laughs> But your broader point stands. Thank you. Texas says, oh, no, I'll give Trevor every language if he can find where an R is pronounced like an N. <laughs> well, that's, an that's a great text. Like oh, no. Feel free to use any language you want. I did ask him if it had to be only English. There's got to be something. I mean, you don't know that. He's now saying How well do you it. know Sanskrit? You don't know it can, it can sound like in Sanskrit. Texas says, did the highbrow folks at last year's Derby position event uh, see the dude with the hand sanitizer and ask him for some for some in a towel thing that he's a bathroom assistant? Uh, maybe. It's a, it's a stiff event. They need to, to pep it up. Liven it up. <laughs> Texas how is it possible that a historically terrible program like Fordham can win more games over the past two seasons than Louisville with two different head coaches? Because we won four last year. That's, that's the easy answer. Texture says TK is going to walk across the bridge and put one of those full marathon stickers on the back of his car. This is 26.2. I mean, if I walk back, it, well, first, I don't have to because they get cracking. Oh, uh, but if I was to walk from like start to finish today, that would be like a mini marathon, right? What? I mean, it'd be a mini marathon to me. Whatever you want to say, sure. <laughs> yeah, I can put it to me. <laughs> Texas, the weather for the KDF has been horrible, windy as bleep. I hope Derby Day has awesome weather. It's, I mean, tomorrow's going to be bad again at the track. It's going to be, it's going to be like today. I hate when we have bad Derby weather. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's going to be colder. It may wind up Thursday. We're going out there. It's supposed to be dry, but it's going to be a little bit cooler. Friday it looks actually uh, like pretty rainy. Wednesday looks. Kind of cold and cloudy, but maybe dry. Saturday looks kind of up in the air. I think it's. I think we're not going to get like a torrential downpour, Derby or Oaks, but it's not going to be ideal either. Which it has been bad weather for this event for the events the last couple of weeks. Texas says, "Mike, you should have gone on with it, only being a half mile, and just let him sign up next year and see what happens." <laughs> Texas, you think I'm signing up to run a half mile? You're insane. There's no way. <laughs> Trevor, like the mile and a half mark. <laughs> it's got to be coming up soon. The closest I get to picking a mile is, is the horse I just chose. Texas, I bet that's not the first time Trevor has said, quote, I underestimated the mininess of it. <laughs> Texas, you're right. I don't know Sanskrit, Trevor, but I do know you're not going to take the time to find out. <laughs> nope, not a clue. I don't know. Don't hold me to it. Rutherford and other people that know me know that I sometimes will not let things go. That's. I have texted you hours later on, on, on confirming something that was bugging me during a show. But usually it's like, this is what I was thinking of. It was James Turner. <laughs> it was not, so random to you, Zach. Not Kendrick Perkins that I was talking about. I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank you for yeah, you just drive TJ insane. It, it, it kind of does. Yeah. You, just, you do not let things go. I don't. And I, I'm going to find an R that sounds like an N. 
But it's it's always something that is obviously wrong. Like you're like you're like actually Not always. Kendrick Perkins went to Michigan. I'm like no no he I didn't. Mean, first of all, I never said and then that. But it'd be something like that. Yeah. And then like five hours later, you'll text me and be like, I was thinking of Jalen Rose. That's that's like, who it was. I'm like, like Thank you're, you. you're gonna make me mock me for mixing stuff up. Don't do it with alma mater. So that's my good. That's what I'm actually good at. You're, you're not wrong about that. <laughs> that's like the like at least come up with a better example like. Food or name or pronunciation. I was going more with just like the hygiene or something. The like obviousness <laughs> of it. Uh, tonight we've got one NHL game. We've got two NBA games. Um, and so we, we've got so a seven and an eight seed advanced in the NHL playoffs, which is pretty great. And an eight seed. Remember how all the you know the the pro sports loyalists who are like the NCAA tournament's not a reliable predictor of a national champion. Look look at what happened this year. Look at all look at all these seeds. And then we have an NBA playoffs where a one seed loses to an eight and an yeah. NHL playoffs with a team who quite literally set the record for the most wins in a single season gets beat in the first round and the reigning national champions who was a two seed, they get beat in the first round as well. By a team that never been there was only it's in its second year of existence. First playoff series of all time. Yeah, yeah. and and also by I, I love the stat I was seeing it last night, but that the I guess all four major sports, the winningest team in each major four major sports, none, none of them ever won a title. That's kind Seattle, of who broke the record in 01, lost in ALCS. The Golden State Warriors broke the record a few years ago, lost, lost in the finals. The finals. Um, and then the two pa- straight NHL teams. The Patriots, I guess technically you can, you can put an asterisk, but Patriots did go undefeated and lost in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would have had more wins than that Dolphin team if you want to be technical about things. And then the Bruins last night. Or, yeah. I mean, so it's, it's kind of insane to think about. And the team who the Bruins' record broke also had lost in the first round. I, yeah, the other stat I saw was how the the top like the top scoring team in NHL hasn't won a title in like eight years or something. That's kind of nuts. And the defense the, wins championships. The worst part about it, if you're Bruins fans, they're they're on their list three times. That is all crazy. losing. Like I think yeah, second round. Like, I think that I think it's a, the what's the team in Washington lost in the second round back to back years as being the best team and. I think the Avalanche was on that list once. Were they? But that wouldn't have been last year. But. No. Uh, we got two games yeah, tonight sorry. in the NBA. Uh, t- one game one, one game two. 7.30 on TNT. Sixers on the road taking on the Celtics. Boston is a nine-and-a-half-point favorite in game one there. Who you got? Celtics win, but don't cover. Boston's uh, Boston's kind of wounded right now. Well, they're both kind of wounded mentally. Well, least. I'm saying like the, the fan base after what happened to the Bruins last night. They need to pick me up. Oh, yeah. I think I almost want to pick the Sixers straight up here. Yeah, I'm doing it. Sixers I mean, straight up. Upset game one. Okay. Take it on the road. Ten-point cover. Boom. Uh, game uh, second year of the night, 10 o'clock TNT. The Suns and former Mike Rutherford show uh, co-host Damian Lee on the road taking on the Nuggets. Denver leads the series 1-0. They're a four-point favorite in game two. TK, who you got? Uh, Suns win this game, but Nuggets are going to win the series in the end. Suns don't have enough heart to do it. I think they can be bound to win this game. I'm, I'm kind of with you. Um I think I'm going with both road underdogs straight up. Suns win this game, um, cover the the four point spread and win. Well, they're up. they're getting points yeah. and they're going to cover. Yeah, uh, the Hockey game. the NHL game, eight o'clock ESPN Rangers Devils. That's oh, a Devils, game baby. seven in the East. There, who you got? Oh, you know my second favorite team, the Devils. <laughs> the Devils. You got to support the team. You got. I was watching that. I came on one of my reels last night. You got to support the team, man. Road teams are dominating in, in the NHL playoffs. Road teams won both game sevens last night. I'm Don't going with the road team they again. They normally do that though. I Give mean, me the Rangers. Uh, Rangers win it uh, and take the series there with another road victory in game seven. All right, we're off. Uh, Devils. I know we had technical difficulties tomorrow. Quick heads up for tomorrow uh, for tomorrow's show. Bats game. 
is going to cut into us a little bit. We'll mm. probably start around four. It was five last week, but that was because it was a, a historic scoring game. Yeah, don't say that happy. Should probably be around a four o'clock start time for us tomorrow. But check the bat score. Tune in. Listen to Nick Curran, and then you'll hear us. All right, everyone have a fantastic Ooh. Monday night. We'll see you guys tomorrow around four o'clock. And so castles made of sand fall in the sea eventually. A little Indian brave who before he was ten played war games in the woods with his Indian friends. And he built a dream that when he grew up he wouldn't be a fearless warrior, Indian chief.